Legendaires and welcome to RPG Digest. Just to keep rattling it off in staccato pop, 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 pop. That'll get your attention. <laughs> in this live stream for Matt Ted podcast, we discuss tabletop role playing games and comment on the RPG hobby as a whole, not as a whore, as a whole. I read that wrong. Um, I am shocked. Well, it, it all depends if you're talking about Wizards of the Coast, but you know, whatever. Fair, fair. You know, yeah. I can't argue that. <laughs> I am John Max Liauschlo, your favorite, most cherished commodity critic and judge, along with me, as always, as most of the time, because sometimes he bails on me. What? I just make sure. Sometimes you do. Sometimes I, you know. Actually, I think I, I bailed on bail. you. I RP give at least two weeks heads up. I think with RPG Digest, I bailed on you more times than you bailed on me, because I think I bailed on you twice and you bailed on me once, if I remember correctly. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, uh, is Heathen Dog. And uh, how are you today, sir? I'm doing well. I hope everyone's uh, doing as well as I am. That'd be great. Um, there was a lot of pre-chat violence. You know, uh, for for the for the sake of time, I already did all the calculations. I'm gonna go through everything, but I did all the math because everyone knows that stream math is always bad. And he still hasn't told me what the hell he's made either. I still haven't. I still haven't told him what OCC I chose. I even I even made the slides in my own Google Drive and didn't share it with him, so he can't see it. <laughs> so yeah. Oh yeah, he's all excited about slides. Oh, I get my slides back. <laughs> get my slides. It's all good. <laughs> What's kind of funny is uh, I don't know if you noticed because I, I just sent a few of them to you, but uh, this last week we had many more comments on old Legion Myth Weekly live stream stuff than we usually get. I thought that was interesting. Well, it, um, it, for for the YouTube format, it is more digestible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Except I, for they, I, I everybody hates introductions. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were cool. I don't know why they hate the introductions. I thought they were neat. He made them up on the like five second went. videos. You know, get, get to the point. Get to the point. Get to the point. It's like no. Nah. Oh, whatever. Back here. Let's let's do this. Let's do this right out of, right out of the gate. Hey, talking about gate. We have hashtag RP gate escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism activism oh yep yeah you're my wife is right can't talk today and organic diversity from natural inclusion oh my god did you see that i went through diversity and inclusion training on friday i i heard about it i had a two-star general stand yeah. up and say after so we had this guy on it was actually a pretty decent uh briefing this guy was on and he was talking about uh you know emotional emotional quotient you know emotional iq yeah, and right. diversity and inclusion and and to be fair he didn't say anything crazily controversial or anything that i sat here like yeah you know it's like all right just you know some stuff but this two-star general comes up and he says you know i want to talk about one of my own issues that happened to me recently 
And long story short, he said that he was in this email chain with another uh, general officer. And, and uh, he said, I felt really bad because I kept saying he, 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 he. And I had to be corrected after the third, fourth, fifth email where the person I was actually talking about was a she. It's like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, how would you know that? And he, just remember people, I showed it on Friday. I opened up Merriam-Webster and showed it on Friday. He is gender neutral. Now, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go in that rant because everybody, you know, or not everybody, but on the Sunday shows is, uh, but still, I couldn't believe it's like, it's okay to say he, it is absolutely okay. In fact, one thing I am going to say, and this could be somewhat controversial. If Ethan Dog wants to back away for a second, he can put me, put me only on the screen. That's fine. Um, is, is I've been thinking about this because, you know, the people are like, why do you care? You know, this, that, next thing, or, or whatever. A lot of you people out there are, you know, part of the culture war and, and, and so forth. And you, and you, you nuance these little things. Like, did you know the Lion King was woke because it did this? And like, what? You see this woke nonsense everywhere. Okay. I'm not saying you're right. I'm not saying you're wrong. Well, there are ways you can fight back. One of them is you don't buy games from people that hate you. We, we talk about that all the time here. And most of you people in chat agree. Another way is stop saying they in the singular because you're, you're giving it to them. <laughs> like, like I, I'm not saying you have to do this. I'm just saying if you want to poke back at them instead of questioning me, why, what, why do you care about this? It's another victory for them. That's why. We allowed these weirdos to change our language that quickly. And if you do it, you're just catering to them. You know, the rest is up to you. So that's all yeah, I'm going to say about uh, that. I, I got to stay on that one. Uh, okay. My son's going into middle school next year, and one of the teachers decided that uh, it wants to be gender neutral. So instead of Mister or Miss, it's Mix. Nope. And uh, and my wife said, "You you you can't talk to this person." I was like, "Well, she's a band teacher, and my kid's in band, so it's going to happen." And she she looks like a she so i'm going to call her a she and i'm going to call her miss because that that's how she presents and if she corrects me i'm gonna say oh okay then you call me a dark lord yeah because because if you can make up shit i can too right absolutely and and she said then my wife said oh you can't you can't even go in that school i'm like no you you should go and i'm not saying you should go there to be antagonistic do that no but you should go and when it comes up because people like that need to be confronted like, again, not with the intent to confront, but prepared to confront. There's a difference. No. What's chat saying? <laughs> oh, <laughs> My crazy wife, and I, I like how crazy's capitalized, lied about enjoying role-playing in every sense of the phrase. Oh, she... Oh, I love the that? double entendre on that one. Who is that? Kevin Sullivan. Oh, okay. Mr. Dark Lord, sir. Dark Lord HD, sir. That's right. (laughs) I have to try to get Odyssey up. Odyssey, you can't open up before you start streaming. It's weird. That is unfortunate. And now that I know that I can, uh, if you're having trouble starting the stream, I'm not having trouble starting the stream. I just want to watch it so I can get chat popped out. Oops. Hopefully you guys don't hear that echo. Mm -mm. Um, Stopped it. Where's pop out? Feel. And pop out chat. All right. In theory, once again, I have Odyssey chat popped out. Um, there we go. Oh, somebody commented. Who does pretty well with RPG books? Postmortem does use Lulu. Okay, cool. This is from PDF Gamer. I'm biased, but I like PDFs in most cases. PDFs are great for searching 
Outside of that, yeah. I want stuff in my book, uh, in my hands. Right. And people keep saying, Max, you can just flag the pages. Just flag them. Like, that isn't the same as going, like, it just isn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, my, uh, you know, we, we have a Kindle and it's nice. It's, it's handy. You know, you can put a bunch of books in, in your pocket. That's great. But I would rather have the book, you know, you know like for, for studying, if it's technical, I'd rather have the book for enjoyment. <laughs> I'd rather have the book. I mean, PDFs are good. Kindle books are, are good. They have their place, but if I want to enjoy myself or I want to uh, really learn something and immerse myself, I require the book, a physical copy. That's just me. <laughs> Noros, my drunk math is probably better than the stream math. Yeah. 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 Drunk math. But then again, is she is stream. Japanese and they all know math, right? It's true. <laughs> uh, uh, That's racist, uh, Max. You're gay. <laughs> no homo. I got a I got a comment where someone said that's gay. Even dog. Ha, ha, ha. I didn't <laughs> see that one. Video. I didn't, I didn't see, see that, that one. one. It was good. Uh, yeah, I did see your comment about that earlier, uh, Albert, uh, on on one of the videos. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I saw that too. I did i no i didn't respond to it i, I didn't respond either i just gave it a thumbs up but like, wait what do you say to that it's like okay click click <laughs> i appreciated the comment um what do we have so you can find us on our website on our discord discord you know people you know um wait what the hell what uh, okay odyssey went weird on me i did okay. at pdf gamer it said at pdf gamer and now my message just went to at mundo pdf well, I messaged somebody who didn't even talk. Whatever, you know, Odyssey's oh. weird. Um, but yeah, yeah, I haven't even been paying attention to the Facebook group. I don't know if you saw this week, but uh, OGGM left our Discord. But apparently, he's still posting on our Facebook page. Okay. <laughs> like, like, oh yeah, that's kind of how I feel too. It's like, all right, if that's what you want to do, I have not been to the Facebook group in ooh, well over a week. So I'm just bad at social media. I really am. Like, I can, like, sometimes I get into these little. Uh, um, Oh my God, I can't even, not rut. It's the opposite of a rut. What the hell? If somebody ing language me, English me quickly, word me. I can't speak. Um, these streaks where it's like, I will just I'll go in. I'll be like, yeah, I'm on Twitter because somebody made me go on there and I'll like this and retweet that, blah, blah, blah. And I'll do it for two or three days straight. And then I won't look at it again for a month. You know, like, and I started that, fa or restarted that Facebook group. And uh, same thing. Like I was trying to stay on top of it. And then I'm like, eh. you know, like I hate social media. I know I have to do it for the business side, but Discord, come to our Discord. That's where you can talk to us. Well, except for Heathen Dog. He never responds on Discord. Well, but to be fair, sometimes I just drop into the just just chatting thing and stay true. there for a couple hours. So yeah, I've caught you there a couple of times. Yeah. Stalking you. And of course, you can watch us on Rumble, on Odyssey, on YouTube, and on that other one. And if you want to donate to us, the best way to do it is through PayPal and Streamlabs. Why? Because you actually get the best bang for your buck. We can use it for more giveaways. We can use it to pay Heathen Dog so we can give you more slides, as you'll see later on. And, and what you know, we haven't been paid by Twitch since December. It's interesting. Yeah. So that's why you well, haven't seen what, anything. What's the, what's the minimum amount for a payout? I thought it was just like every six or eight weeks or whatever their weird weirdness was. But uh, I don't know. Maybe there is a minimum payout. 
but uh, that's fine. I've got the. I, I still haven't got a response back on my taxes on my Alabama taxes. Your your auto coloring there is really fun. By the way, <laughs> no, it's pretty neat. I go I go over to the blue. I, everything turns blue. I come okay. back. Yeah, I'll, they, 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 they can't show every, there, show there everybody. Go. There you go. There, look at that. <laughs> and then I come back, and it goes fine. <laughs> it's like it wants you to blend into the background. Crap, or is it just a a, a feature? What's that? It's a stupid feature. Maybe I turn off white balance. I don't know. But <laughs> there we go. And uh, yeah, it was uh, the white balance. I was doing it. There okay. you go. Monetary backers. Thank you very much for those who subscribe and cheer on the Twitch side who are members and super chatters on the uh, YouTube side. Got a bunch of super chats on Friday. I want to appreciate, appreciate everybody for that. Uh, in, yeah, you can follow us on locals. It's another one I have a hard time with. Again, all the social media I have a hard time with. Uh, <laughs> Baldar says Ethan Ethan Smurf. Smurf. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, and if you want to donate again, you can do it through Streamlabs or through PayPal. You can see the links there. And we want to thank everybody who doesn't pay us as well. You, you freeloaders, you, you lurkers, you chatters. <laughs> Come on by, waste your time with. The, I mean, not waste. You give your precious time to us. You pay us with hugs and thoughts and other weird things like that. But thank you for being here as well. And of course, if you don't want to give money to us, you can have happy thoughts about charity. All right, I changed that up a little bit. So, how was your week? Yeah, I haven't asked you that yet. Pretty, it was pretty uneventful. I mean, not a whole lot happened. I mean, uh, I've been, you know, I'm already prepared for the uh, end of the month vacation. Um, it's not going to affect the RPG Digest. I'm going to be gone Monday through Friday, so we will not uh, be streaming Gunfire. Oh, oh, Gunfire! That is, that's I missed stupid. yesterday's. Oh, that that's where we actually beat beat it on normal normal difficulty did you not stream on thursday because none of the information was changed no no i did not stream on thursday Uh, i had a sore throat okay on thursday but yesterday evening we actually beat the game on normal difficulty now we have to beat it on elite and then nightmare and then there's one more forget what they called it but we beat it on on normal difficulty which was amazing because that last boss I didn't think we were ever going to beat that son of a bitch. That guy is messed up. Is it is it one of those things where it's like you kind of have to be esport players to beat or No, no, it's just uh his uh his attack is basically a one-shot kill. And it's a huge area attack. So what uh the the time before when we got to the final boss, which we didn't know it was a final boss. We thought it was the fourth stage boss or whatever. Uh we were we were all grouped together and he just one shot at the whole team. Just, oh wow. Yeah, we all died. <laughs> so then we learned, okay, yeah, yeah, spread it out. Spread it out. Some people in the foreground, some people in the wow. background. Social distance. Furry nonsense. What are you gonna do when we cover after the bomb? Because after the bomb is one of my favorite games. Actually, my favorite palladium game. Yeah, and it's my least favorite. And and I love anthropomorphic animals. I don't like the way the furries deal with them in like games like D&D 5th edition. No, I like them to be wild and uh you know, actually animalistic, but uh you know, <laughs> be fun to see. I am kind of surprised that you are you are guys are playing a furry shoot 'em up game, but hey, you know, not that I'm against it. It's just I just never pictured that from you guys. It was on sale. It was for 5 bucks. We got we all got it on a summer sale. I'm not sorry, the the Christmas sale or the winter sale. Whatever, the sale, the last Steam sale. Yeah. I'm not going to fight you. I agree. 
it's it's like uh it's like the new planet of the apes you know it, it it gives a history of the apes and how they were genetically engineered and took over and all that stuff but i don't have to like it yeah fair <laughs> <laughs> no i i agree <laughs> to be honest i might be a furry oh well, <laughs> wow just so people aren't thinking that i was saying that about me there we go <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have a couple ex-girlfriends that are furries. I don't know how that's going out for them. Hence the word ex. <laughs> was that uh, was that dumbass violent redhead a furry? No. No, at okay. least not. The, she might be now, but she did like role-playing games, and I, she was kind of into LARPing in other places. <laughs> so maybe. <laughs> we won't dig too deeply into that one. She was an Amazon, if I remember correctly. She was... She was uh, just... If if you take a normal girl and then just Photoshop her just bigger, like in every way, that no, that's she how was, she, she seemed was, to me. Oh, she's only five six. Five, really? Five, five six. It yeah. just it just seemed like she was bigger than she was supposed to be. I mean, maybe it was her personality. I don't know. I I mean, I don't remember how many pictures I showed of her. Which I didn't. I don't remember even how many I had. But uh, I know that people wanted to fight me over her. Like, how did somebody like you get? Because you know, because she, she's look. broken on the inside. <laughs> it's, it's easy when they're broken. <laughs> yeah, you can get a hot girl, but you got to deal with the crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. There's that. Um. So, so I'm guessing not too much uh, interesting happened for you, unless you want to interject it. So for me, other than that DNI training that uh, happened on Friday. And I, I had, like I said, I had to write a couple little mini papers. Um, oh, I was saying that before the stream, wasn't I? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, had to, I had to write a couple little, we'll call them little mini technical manuals that I popped out that quickly. I can't apparently do that with my own game. <laughs> so, you know, uh, that, that, uh, that actually angered me. It angered me on the inside. I'm like, how did I do this? With, with corrections and everything, how did I get this done in a day and a half? And my, my own game, I can't get a page done in a day and a half. So whatever. Uh, well, that, that could be why. That, that could be why. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Um, I'll be completely honest with you. I don't know much about the after the new or the current version of After the Bomb. I have skimmed through it. I did a 10-minute introduction on it uh, in order to kind of put my face into it. But I did find that there are sections of the book I do not like. I don't like chimeras. Mm. Uh, uh, that's, that's where you're basically multiple mutant animals into one. I also don't like the mutant humans. Um, I just... I don't know why I don't. Because in like a mutant year zero, it doesn't bother me. But in, in uh, After the Bomb, it does. And I think it's because it kind of takes away the prevalence of... The mutant animals I, I don't know we'll talk about that when we get there which is probably the game we're doing after um heroes unlimited because i think segueing directly into beyond the supernatural would be a little bit of a stretch i think segueing into after the bomb makes more sense hmm. but i'll let i'll let uh, i'll let you pick segment one's a little bit more your deal and with regard to that's palladium so uh but either way all right um i don't think we waste any more time i think we, no, we start we getting right into on. your character creation i don't have to crap today you're sharing all the slides yeah, you're doing everything. i can just i can sit back ah. sit all back right. and relax well you, that means you have to go through the proclivities again though <laughs> oh goody. I'll, I'll i'll do it i'll do it all right all right for segment one today we are gonna be talking well not we 
Heathen Dog is going to be edumacating us. For those of you who have longed for, I want a tutorial, not your dumb conversation. Well, guess what? You're in the wrong video because you're still going to get dumb conversation. Why? Because RPG Digest is a live stream podcast discussion, not a concise step-by-step -step tutorial. Although Heathen Dog is going to try to make it into that with his slides. Yes, he has slides slide for us today. He brought the Plus, slides Plus, kudos back. on that segue. That was good. You like that? Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. Shouldn't have said that out loud. Now they know that uh, that I segued. Oh, well, <laughs> we, no, th then they just appreciate it in case they missed it. Yeah, fair. <laughs> so we might deviate off topic and go on tangents. Just like that. See what I did there? Yep. <laughs> that is a perfect representation of what we do here for RPG yeah. Digest. Oh, and of course, everybody, make sure you like, like this video, like Heathen Dog uh, slides. Look. Our like to dislike ratio on this video is going to go to one thing and one thing only. What's how that? much, how many more slides you want from Heathen Dog? <laughs> if you say Heathen Dog slides are the best segment ever, you give this a thumbs up and you say more of this stuff and I will, I will give in. I will give in to the Heathen Dog slidery. More cowbell, but, more slides. More cowbell, more slides. <laughs> but if you're like, no. No, don't worry about don't worry about giving me a dislike. I can handle it in this case because I know what it's about. If you like, screw the slides, keep with the conversation. Slides are for weirdos. Then you dislike this video. There we go. Also, that has a secondary secondary thing. I know Heathen Dog is not going to dislike this video this time. No, can't. <laughs> he has done that in the past. <laughs> and be sure to subscribe and share, please. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, we have too much fun here. It's good. So let's get into this. Share my screen. The death by PowerPoint begin. Yes. Yes. Hello, real long shot. How are you doing today? Yeah, it doesn't look like, uh, uh, we have against soccer do I, goats. How do I not share the, uh, the mouse? Um, I don't know. I don't but... know either. There yeah. we go. That's the best we can do. Oh, you really right. did you? Oh, you used the old, old one, not even the right old nope. one. I can, I can I tell by the colors. I want. <laughs> oh my God, those colors are god awful. Well, you can't see them very well, so don't worry about it. Yeah, fair. All right. So, <laughs> actually, do you, do you want your face on here? Or do you want me to do uh, this? No, yeah, your face, face is good. Face there, there, there will be a time when, when I will, I will zoom in at the final character sheet. Okay. So it's fine, but. Uh, there's six steps, six main steps to creating a character in any Palladium game, but we're going to focus on Palladium Fantasy, obviously. Step one is race and attributes. You have to pick your race in order to roll your attributes. The book is wrong. It almost made me spit <laughs> my juice out. The book is just wrong. The book has you roll attributes first, but you can't roll attributes first because whatever race you are will change the dice that you roll for your attributes. The hell are you doing? Oops. Yes, that's what. No, that's why no, I meant to do this one first and then follow up with that one. Oh, <laughs> that's fine. And then we're going to go into step two, which is determine our our hit points and initial SDC. The SDC, obviously, a soft stat. Your skills are going to change that. Just we have to get a baseline along with their your attributes. These are soft stats. They're baseline. Then we're going to determine if we have psychic uh, psionic ability. In, uh, in Played in Fantasy, it's up to the GM whether everyone can have a role. And since I'm the GM in this case, I wanted a role. <laughs> and then we go to pick an OCC. Now, And for anybody, anybody who cares about those roles, they were publicly done on our Discord yeah. server. 
every single role, everything that was random, I put into our Discord server. You look under tabletop role-playing games. There is a channel that says Dice Roller. All of my roles are there. Every role I made is there for everyone to see. And kudos if you find I did a math error. Because a character has to have two eyes on it to make it into a game. The player and the game master. Then it can make it into a game. Did you see that comment from Nerdy Ogre? No, what was it? I'm going to tell you right. Oh, steps two and five need to be swapped. Uh, no, because you can't choose skills until you pick an OCC. You literally can't. Well, I think, no, it's hit points and STC. I think it's because of skills that increase. Hit oh, points okay. And STC. Well, that, yeah, yeah. But like I said, attributes and SDC are the main soft stats here. You need a baseline, but you need attributes so you know what OCC you can get into. You can't pick skills, which augment attributes until after you pick an OCC. So you have to make the minimum attributes first. So there you go. And then step four, pick an OCC, obviously did that. And then we choose skills based on the OCC. And then we round out the character with the height, weight, birth order, where you grew up, all the, all the, the fluff stuff for, for your role playing. All right. Is that yep? The mouse does show up. I wish it didn't. Oh well. But you can use your uh your keyboard, just tap there. Yeah, yeah. All right. So these are the attributes I rolled. And like like I said, you go to our Discord server and you can find these. These are the in, these are the initial attributes I rolled. And as you can see, I rolled two exceptional stats and one below average. Everything else is either average or above average. Straight 3d6 across the board. I got a 19 and an 18 and I put it in physical prowess and physical beauty. And now a lot of you are going to cry like physical beauty is a dump stat. What are you doing? I wanted to be pretty. All right. I wanted to be pretty. I'm clipping that. Somebody <laughs> clip that. Somebody clip that now. All the clip that. <laughs> so that's what I did. Uh, now in doing this, doing it this way, I, I chose uh, a man at arms because uh, I could. But don't worry, we're going to get to that. Now, from this, we can get our initial hit points. And for a human, it equals the PE attribute. My hit points are 14 because my PE is 14, and it goes up by D6 every level, but not starting at level one. So there you go. SDC, he's a man at arms, so he gets 3D6. I rolled a nine. It's about average, a little bit below. The average is 10 and a half or whatever. But uh, like I said, it's a soft stat. We just need a baseline so our skills can go ahead and, and augment this later on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Already got a complaint. <laughs> Uh-oh. Wait, Palladium is supposed to be in order. I'm doing it in the correct order, not the not the, not the Kevin order. Kevin, dude. No, I, th you, I think you, you meant your dice rolls. Oh, supposed to be in order. Uh, they are. They are technically they are, but I wanted to be able to make something that was strictly palladium fantasy because there was a couple of comments to do that. So I didn't want to make a wizard. I didn't want to make a, a, a mind mage. I didn't want to make, you know, something that could be cut and pasted into riffs or into, into other things. So I wanted to get something that was specifically palladium fantasy, like a paladin or uh, a knight or a longbowman, something like that. 
But to do that, I needed to be able to move the attributes around so I'd make the minimum. So I hope you can forgive me on that. I wanted to make a Palladium fantasy character, not a cookie cutter, go into any Palladium game character. Anyway, uh, determine but, sonic but, ability. But, but to be fair, I want to wait till you're done with it. To be fair, I even when I'm doing TMNT, I don't make you keep the roles in order. Right, like, right, right. Just, yeah. be, be honest with you. I, I don't do that. If you've got a theme, I let you go with the theme. The one thing I do prevent is if all of a sudden everything is just going to P-E-P-P-P-S. You know, then I'm like, okay, hold on here. You know, we'll talk about that. Because oh. you know, min maxing is a thing that I don't that I, I don't like. I but. purposefully walk the line in between, right in between holistic and min max. I didn't want to go either way too far. I I skewed a little bit in the beginning toward holistic because I wanted to be pretty. Clip it again. But I skewed a little bit toward min max in my skill selection, but not so much where you where you look at it and go, oh, now you're just abusing the system. I'm not yeah, the, fun, the but, funny thing is, is I thought that I actually did that. But somebody corrected me. It's like, no, uh, so when you had us make our team and T characters, you let us play somewhere we wanted as long as we didn't stack physical. I was like, oh, OK, <laughs> I didn't realize I did that, but OK. Yeah. All right. So there's three ways to get sonic powers in Palladium Fantasy in most Palladium games. Actually, one is to pick an, R an RCC, a racial character class that has psionics, pick an OCC that gives you psionics or or roll with a GM approved role. On the, on the following table. I wanted to roll because I'm the GM. So I rolled. And as you can check on Discord, I rolled a 76 for the only D100 I had to roll for this entire character. And I didn't get any psionics. But that's okay. That's fine. It would have been nice to have some minor psionics. It would have been cool. Uh, you, you you get a better saving throw against psionics and you get uh, you know an extra tool in your tool belt. You know, I thought it'd be nice, but it wasn't in the cards. That's just the way it is. That's fine. That's fine. So pick an OCC. Now you know. Picked a ranger. Oh, okay. That's surprising. I, you honestly, you had me fooled. I thought it was going to be the paladin. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Picked a ranger. A, a paladin would have had more, more PPE, I think. But, but when you uh, when you yeah, did the, the physical ranger, beauty, it, uh, that's I thought you were going that route. No, so. I was going. Okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, that, that would be mental. That would be mental affinity. I think. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But uh, I chose a ranger because he is he is palladium fantasy. He is a fantasy character. The Longbowman is too, fair enough. So was the Paladin, but I wanted to showcase the Ranger because he has, uh, where where he lacks a whole lot of special OCC abilities, he gains a whole lot in his skills. He gets a he gets a lot of he gets a lot of skills that are well rounded to make him a, a necessity in uh in a campaign where you're in the wilderness pretty much at all. He's a great for hunting. You never have to worry about food unless you're in the desert or some other nonsense and then what are you doing there? Excellent scout, scouting ahead, uh, looking at the terrain, stuff like that. Wilderness expert, uh, you're you're never gonna you're never gonna get cold. He's always gonna be able to build a fire. You know, you're you're gonna be able to live off the land as long as you're with this guy. And he's one of the only two OCCs in this book that, that can actually use a longbow. Now, longbows are expensive. I didn't buy one. Spoiler alert. Why would a ranger use a longbow? And, and, and I know this is a hangup of mine, but I get stuck in that whole British longbow or English longbow thing where it's like, that's not something you use in the wilderness. A long, longbow you really can't use in the wilderness. Yeah, there's there's too much in the way. And a longbow is for, a, you know, a huge distance over flat terrain where yeah, you can have see you seen how they're fired. Like, it's not just pull the bow back No, 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 no. It's actually, you have to aim your whole body up. Yeah. There's a process of leaning yeah, down, pulling back. That, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it, it doesn't make sense, number one. 
but but it's a game. I, it's a game. I get it. It's a game. I get it. Whatever. I didn't pick the long bow because you only start with so much money and I wanted to put the money elsewhere. So there you go. All right. Ranger specific uh, abilities. I put stats in there by accident. Plus two save versus horror factor. There you go. <laughs> out of out of all of the OCCs, I think the Ranger has the least amount of OCC special abilities. One. That's literally it. One. You should have put wait for it. A couple more ellipses and then. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, again, like I said, the uh, the Ranger class lives and dies by the skill set. And so we're going to go into the skill set here. Now, in this skill set, I not only have the base the the base skills, but I also have the the Rangers OCC bonuses already added in. So as you can see, the OCC skills, language, your native language, which is uh, I didn't choose. You have to choose human Eastern Empire, human Western Empire, human Southern, whatever. I didn't do that. I just went straight human. Because I didn't want to get into the, all the, all the minutia and the politics of you know northern human, eastern human, southern human. Whatever. I mean, does it matter when it comes to skill selection or or attributes or anything? No, no. And, it, it, and... It, it just matters, you know, dialect or you know, it's 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 kind of like purposes uh, of this video. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter for the purposes of the videos. But I I for my extra two spoken languages, I took dwarven and gobbly gobbledygook. I took dwarven because it is a trade language. And, you know, living in the wilderness, stuff like that, trapping animals, you're going to be selling furs for money sometimes maybe. And you're, you're going to want, you're going to want to be able to trade with all traders that you can. And so I chose Dwarven and gobbledygook I chose because, well, you want to know what the monsters are saying about you. If, if you can't understand them, you don't know what they're going to do. And, uh, I've, I've, I've bumped into so many people who start speaking their native language in front of people not from their country, thinking they can make fun of them without without any repercussion because they don't understand. Well, I want to be able to understand. <laughs> there you go. Animal husbandry, land navigation, ID plants and fruits. This one is, again, it seems stupid. ID plants and fruits. What? No, no. If you're foraging, this is the difference between living and dying. Do I eat the red berries or no? Yeah. <laughs> what's poison? What's not? What's actually nutritious and what's just empty bullshit calories? You're going to know this if you have ID plants and fruits. Skin and prepare animal hides. Again, uh, this is for, this is, this could be a career. You, you could be a trapper and trade skins. You, you can also uh, uh, kill a bear, dress it, you know, get all the edible parts from it. Use all of the non-edible parts, you know, the whole, you know, use the whole animal type thing. Uh, track and trap animals. Never go hungry. Good deal. Track humanoids. Actually better at tracking humanoids than tracking animals, which is funny. Oh, and uh, when, when there's a slash in the percentage, that's the difference between the first part and the yeah. second part of the skill. For did example, you already add in your bonuses? Yes, I did. Did you? Okay. Yes. So track, trap animals. Tracking is 40. Trapping is 50. Tracking humanoids is 55. And general wilderness survival is 50%. Just having wilderness survival means you're going to always be able to make a make a fire. You're always going to be able to make a lean-to. You know, you're not going to make a roll on this stuff unless you're doing it in a tsunami or a, or a blizzard or whatever. You're fine. Hand-to-hand -hand expert upgraded that from basic. You start off with basic. 
I've created expert because basic sucks. Experts where it's at if you just want to get through it. And then I took two weapon proficiencies, sword and archery. What? You took archery? Yes. It it helps with the hunting. It does. Oh, it just All makes right, sense. Then, yeah. <laughs> then, well, then we go you, to do you have in here what archery gives you as a bonus? Because that's because when I did start to try to make a longbowman, I did look that up and it was interesting what archery does give you. Archery, archery does uh, at first level, it doesn't give you many bonuses except to parry and range. Well, yeah, you, you, you add 20 yards to the range. The problem is I'm going to get into that problem. Okay. Okay. Later, but right. then we go to the OCC related skills. Now this, this is important. It only says this in one, maybe two places in the book, but upgrading hand to hand from basic to expert to martial arts, it says it takes one other skill and i do this because it's in quotes other skill you have to use an other skill well if you if you look in the book really hard you'll find that other skill means occ related skill not secondary skill you have oh, to burn a related skill i didn't i actually didn't know that because usually when i make the characters i burn a secondary skill on that nope you have to burn a related skill okay. it, it defines other as related skill in the book. That's good to know. So I get eight, but I only have seven because I burned one to go from basic to expert in hand-to-hand -hand combat. What did I get? First aid. Why'd I get it? Well, if you're in the wilderness, you want first aid. You want to be able to, to dress a wound before it gets infected and you die. You want to be able to, you know, bandage something so you stop bleeding. You want that. Detect ambush. If you live in the wilderness long enough, you and plus uh if you don't want to make your money you know, trapping animals and trading hides, you can make your money as a guide. And you're going to want to know if some, some gobbledygook speaking monster is going to jump you. This is, this is important. Horsemanship general. Do you don't have to take it? You can ride a horse without the skill, but if you're doing anything on a horse, like fighting or, you know, running away or dodging or whatever, you really need horsemanship or you're screwed. So I took it. There you go. Use recognized poison. Again, this was this was just something that I wanted to get. There was no real because I have the ID plants and fruits, so I know what's edible in the forest. But uh, use recognized poison. It it's something that might come in handy someday. You know, poison tipped arrows. There could be a use for it, <laughs> right? And recognized poison, as you can see, there, there's a slash. Uh, for the horsemanship, it's a 30% for riding and tricks and stuff like that. 20% for breeding and training. That's what that 20% is for. For use recognized poison, obviously use poison is 30%. Recognize poison is 22%. That is recognize it by taste, smell, sight, whatever. Now, if you make this roll and you're drinking poison and you make the 22% and under roll, you can stop drinking it before it becomes an effective dose. It gives you that ability. Interesting. I like okay. It. I, I, I didn't know that's how that worked, but that's, yeah. that's good to know. And then surveillance. You know, I've already got detect ambush. I already have track humanoids. Well, what if I can track and then spy on them? Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it, it just seems like a good get. Seems like a good get. So I got it. And then lore demons and monsters. Watch this. I have uh, detect ambush for the, for the humanoid 
uh, threats. I have track humanoids for the humanoid threats. I have everything that's not a demon or monster covered. So why not cover demons and monsters too? You're a good intelligence officer. <laughs> or yeah, not officer, like but deal. agent. Yeah. yeah, it seems like a good deal. So I did it. And real, then I real quickly for the people in chat, I'm starring comments that that yeah. uh, that we'll talk about later. I'm not ignoring you all. Yeah, after I get through the skills, but before I go to the next section, we'll we'll go over the comments. And then I took athletics. Now, why did I take athletics? Well, because prowl and swimming, well, well swimming is a physical skill, but prowl, I didn't get a bonus for. So there's no reason to take it in related skill. Athletics, I don't get a bonus for either because there's no role, but I wanted it because it explains the character. Some Someone who's outdoors a lot, someone who hunts, someone who traps, someone like that is going to be in shape. So athletics was a no-brainer. And as you can see, it gives you a plus one roll with fall punch, plus one to, to physical strength, plus one D six to speed and plus two D four to SDC. And these are the, these are the results of those roles, which again, they're in our discord group. They're in our, on our discord server in the, in the die roller channel. All of my roles. And, and I, I would think that somebody that just lived outside and I'm not would, saying that every ranger has to live under a tree all the time. You know, you have right. log log cabins and houses and, you know, forts and so forth, but would just be somebody who, I mean, you're used to, you know, chopping your own wood. In general, just out of necessity, yeah. cutting wood, yeah. you know, getting water, you know, stuff Arm like that. Arm wrestling bears. Yeah, well, <laughs> okay. Well, I don't recommend that, but all right. And then you get four secondary skills. I chose running because, again, he's a ranger. He's in the woods. He needs to be able to keep pace. He needs to be able to sprint. He needs to be able to do all the stuff. You don't know when you're being attacked by a bear. Maybe you can take it. You're being attacked by two bears. You got to leg it. <laughs> I want him to be able to run. And, and if you, you don't remember, have to outrun the bear. <laughs> and if you remember, I use speed as my dump stat. It's the lowest stat, an eight. I needed to raise that. And I did. Out of 44, I rolled a 10, which is way above average. Really good roll on that one. And it gave me a little bit more SDC, two. But that's fine. <laughs> but but it, it gave me an extra hit point, gave me an extra PE. That's nice too. I took prowl because I've already taken surveillance. So with tracking, surveillance, prowl is the trifecta. Now I can be a spy. It just it just uh increased my my skill set to the point where I can I can now be gainfully employed as a trader. I can be gainfully employed as a as a scout and guide, and now I can be gainfully employed as a spy. I would say more and scout gives, than spy, and I'm not trying to be pedantic here, but the, but the main reason being is because you don't really have that urban side where a lot of uh, spies would go. But definitely, I mean, you're doing what a ranger would do. If you yep. want to just fire a bow, play the long longbow. Exactly. Yes. You're now playing that that scout that uh, the, I don't want to call it invest. I, I think spy is the wrong word. Uh, I think ranger is actually the right word for it uh, in, in terms of just being out there. You know what's going on in the woods. You can hide in the yeah. trees. Um, special forces, however you want to look at it. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. See, so there it is. And uh, swimming, I took that just because uh, some, someone who lives in the wilderness should be able to know how to swim. It doesn't make sense that it's not an OCC skill. It should be. I took it. And it doesn't give you any stat bonuses. It just allows you to swim. Okay. And then I took wrestling because this is this is where I skewed a little bit. Wrestling the bears. 
<laughs> yeah, I skewed a little bit in the min-max, right? I needed I needed more SDC, and wrestling gave it to me. Well, even outside the SDC, though, you can look as as your uh, fledgling ranger in your late teens. Because remember, theoretically speaking, because somebody's going to get pedantic and chat about this stuff. I'm using that word a lot now. Um, mm -hmm. uh, people kind of matured. They had to mature. You were a landowner at age 12 in some locations. You know, right. uh, um, people had to mature a little faster. You could have, by all means, be like, you know, I'm out in this wilderness constantly. And... You know, something could attack me. Uh, a person could attack me. I don't always want to kill people. Maybe subduing and waiting for my my friends or the real authorities or the Kingsguard or whatever to come on by is necessary. I mean, there are a lot of reasons you could have yeah. wrestling. Wrestling gives you the the pin incapacitate maneuver, which is what you're talking about. You can yep. just pin someone and they are literally not allowed to attack as long as you have them in the lock. They can't, they can't attack anyone. Of course, you can't attack anyone either, but there you go. Now, I... You, you can easily uh, explain wrestling away by saying, I have older brothers. Sure. There you go. Well, you and, already have athletics. I mean, I know football as a sport doesn't exist then, but people played no. rough and tumble sports. I yeah. mean, as just, as just gameplay, if they weren't out, you know, harvesting, you know, for 40 hours a day. Um, but, but I mean, rough and tumble type activities existed then all types of, uh, you know, pretending to be a sword fighter. So I mean, there's there's no reason that wrestling as just a generic skill couldn't be learned by anybody. Right. I think that absolutely makes sense. OK, now we've done we've gone over the skills and we're going to see the repercussions of that in a minute. But first, we want to go over all the all the stuff in chat. All right. So uh, first one I started was I'm going to send a link to this to Brian from Agile Livestreams. Hopefully I, I wanted to be pretty. Soon, <laughs> be a sound bright soon. I'll bite. <laughs> uh, I require racers with specific dice to roll those for the associated stats. If all your rolls are 3d6, it's not that big of a deal. And, and to be fair, so one of the clarifications I guess I wanted to make for me I run TMNT and Robotech. Well, actually, I don't run Robotech, that's just what I mainly played. Though I've, I've run only game I've truly run is uh, TMNT slash after the bomb. I don't care if you change some of your attributes around. Like, again, the only thing that I stop is like when people are like, well, I want all my physical stats to be high. It's like, eh, okay, come on now. Um, then I think you're being weird. But if you're like, look, my concept is I want to play a dexterous deer. Okay, you know, if you want to put your highest stat in PP, I'll let you do that. You know? That's fine. But no, I, I, I do get where Kevin's coming from. If you get, if you're playing, say, a Wolfen and a Wolfen gets 4d6 in strength only, mm -hmm then you can't move that stat. If you get a 2d6 in something, you can't move that stat. Right. But I would allow you, if any of the 3d6s, I would allow you to move. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, and I could yeah. see that. <laughs> Doesn't say British Lambo. It's just, it's a fantasy game. I mean, I to me, yeah. I'm just saying, I don't feel that there needs to be a distinction between bows unless you're doing the British, uh, the, or the English yeah. longbow versus the, uh, you know, a normal bow. But that, again, now that's pedantic, uh, pedantry whatever the hell the word is uh in and of itself so i mean i, I get it and it's a fantasy game let's have fun with it let's have a couple different types of bows I, I, it's just it's it's just weird to me there's a long bowman in the game i'm like that's awesome a game needs that type of occ and then yeah the ranger can do it too <laughs> like okay just nowhere near as well nowhere Fair. near as well Fair. yeah um and yeah this is how i felt i i seem yeah. to remember everyone allowing it yeah, it is. Uh, uh, after this is all done, I'll actually show the show the page where it's defined. Okay, I found it. And the only other one I highlighted because chat didn't really start picking up again until we started reading chat. Um, 
plus arm wrestling barriers. It gets lonely. It gets lonely. Hey, easy. <laughs> uh, did I miss anything hey, that came in last moment here? Uh, yeah. See, there you go. There you go. There it is. You got, you got older brothers. Boom. Games of tag into stitches, stitches more than one. Than one. That, now that is a vicious. Game. Uh, Com- yeah, that's believable though. All right. Uh, anything else? You're talking about some poisons and so forth. Here, here's one of the things that actually this is this is my point <laughs> when it comes. The reason I've been saying the word pedantic a lot recently, and I'm not blaming anybody who's talking about this in chat, but let me just pick one of the comments. I think this is the last one. Talking about iocane, you know. People, and, and I used to be guilty of this. In the early 2000s, I had a game master get really upset with me because I was trying to make everything so realistic, so right, so the way the world works, um, that he was getting upset with me. It's like, throw, this, throw these notions out. Who cares if Iocane Powder in, the real li- in real life can do this? He now has the ability with a 20... Pr- uh, wait, what's it, where's the... 22% uh, 20, chance 22% to... chance to identify it still. It's a fantasy game. It's a fantasy world. That's why I'm even saying that about the bows. It's like, it's a fantasy game. Have fun with it. Um, and, and players do that crap all the time, both in chat and comments. Stop it. And, <laughs> and in games where it's like, well, actually, I don't care. It's a game. Okay. Uh, now, now, the discussion they were having in chat was a little bit different. Believe me, it wasn't just Dark Theek that, w- that was saying that. I was going to talk about this on Friday. That's why it's still kind of fresh in my head about some of that stuff. Like, nobody cares. It's a game. Have fun with it. Save your, save your scientific chemistry for Traveler. Fair enough. All right, let's move on. Now, choose an alignment. This, this one, again, it... It's just you. I mean, there, there's no real trick to it. It's what you want to play. The really great, one of the really great parts of Palladium is the alignment system. Choose which one you want to play and you can play it. Almost every OCC has no alignment restriction whatsoever. Priest okay. of Light, Priest of Darkness, Paladin, yes. I, I would hope. <laughs> yeah, you would hope, exactly. But 90% of the OCCs do not have an alignment restriction. So you can play whatever you want. I just, I, I chose the good alignments here, the good, good alignments and, and one of the selfish alignments because most player characters who want to be heroes will fall into one of these three categories. For my Ranger, I chose unprincipled. That's just my choice. It has no bearing on how to make a character. It's just how I did it. Hold on. I, I got to address this right away. See, it goes to this again. <laughs> Like, it it doesn't matter. It's the point that's being made. It it might not be no, a real I, thing. I, might... I don't think is a real thing. Yeah, uh, yeah I it's, mean, it's just in the story. Again, some scientists out there be like, actually, the chemical fo- foundation for it is real. If you just no, uh, but just shut the, up. The, the point that I'm trying to make <laughs> is it doesn't have to be that specific. Just because right. it smells like you know cyanide supposedly smells like almonds, I want to know who tested that in real life. Uh, doesn't mean that it has to in your game. It's just a word reference to mean it's a strong poison that's going to kill you. Right. So now we get to now we get to the final section, rounding out the character. We get our equipment, and the great thing about playing fantasy is most of your equipment is given to you, including armor. You get just by being a ranger. You get two sets of clothing: cloak, boots, leather gloves, oh. belt, bedroll, backpack, two large sacks, two small sacks, water skin, fishing equipment, snares and traps, skinning and tanning knives, six feet of chain, thirty feet of rope, a mallet. Tinderbox, a small mirror, I forgot the word small, a lanterns, <laughs> two lanterns. Carrying around. And a frying pan. I got pan. my mirror. 
Yeah, you um, got your mirror. It's the reference for uh, the, the hairdryer from Spaceballs. <laughs> there you go. And you get studded leather armor. That's pretty AR good AR for studded leather. 13 for studded leather? That's pretty good. Yep, it is. But studded leather's got the metal. It's, the, it's got some metal in it. You start off with 160 gold, but as you can see, none of the equipment you start out with is a weapon. You got to buy a weapon. Well, no, I'm sorry. We have skinning knives, but they're so thin. You don't want to, you don't want to have to go up against armor with those things. They're That's not, they're a not real bear hunter armor. right there. You got wrestling and the skinning knives. You're ready for the bears. <laughs> there you go. Height, weight, and age. There are roles for that. I didn't bother with it. There are tables, but they are optional. Okay. You can start at whatever age you want. You can start at whatever height, weight you want. There are tables you can roll if you want, but those are optional. I decided you know, not Is to there roll. a reason for those tables? I know AD&D did it, or at least second edition did as well, and I, I never found them to be meaningful at all. Like, no. why, It's good for a range, like, hey, at least in AD&D, elves are shorter than humans, blah, blah, blah. Okay, right. you know, it's thanks for the range, but I never liked the idea of rolling on a chart to see how tall and fat I am. It's just weird. I get it. I get it. And I, I, I feel the same way. The only, the only thing I use the tables for is the range disposition. Again, there's no role in this one. It's just, well, no, there is, there is a role you, you can roll disposition, but if you're going to role play this character, you want to choose how you want to role play the character, you know, within the framework of the world. So choose your own disposition, family origin. Again, you can roll it. If you want to, there's a table. Where are you from? Where are you going? Cotton Eye Joe, whatever. <laughs> Just do it. Uh, sentiments toward uh, specific groups. You, well, as a PC, you're probably not a fan of demons or monsters. What? But you you can be a racist if you want. You, you can hate dwarves. You can hate elves. You can hate dragons. You can hate kobolds. You can do what you can. You can choose whatever. Or you could guess what? There's a table for it. You can roll. Again, table for of light. <laughs> and your reason for adventuring probably a table for it i didn't even bother looking for one because this is part of your background this is this is your character you can choose this it's fine why would a ranger who lives in the woods his entire life want to get rich why would he care maybe he wants to make a the move very the first city. nature preserve i don't know oh fair he wants to move yeah. to the city it's like i hate this this is horrible gonna <laughs> sleep in leaves and dog poop i don't like this <laughs> or bear all right poop. let's check out some more chat all right uh, what did I star? I don't know what I starred. Do I use alignment system? Palladium is the best followed by the alignments or what attract me to Palladium to start agreed on both Great. accounts. Yep. Uh, violence solves everything. I said violence solves everything. I <laughs> always felt that Palladium Fantasy 2nd Edition riffs even more so. Characters start off with too much stuff to carry around. You have thoughts on that? Uh, riffs, I'm going to go with a yes. Unless you, un unless you buy... A, uh, a hover vehicle of some kind. Th that's a pretty damn big backpack. But if you look at all this stuff, this is this is your normal, you know, I'm I'm going out hiking for a few days. This is what you take. I'm not I'm not sure about the chain, but the the chain is for traps. That's what it's for. It's to it's to spike the trap to the ground. So when you so when you know the animal gets caught in the trap, it can't just I just swing it in a big Break. circle over my head. You know how heavy that is? That's that's you ever heavy, seen yeah. people at the gym just do that rope thing? I've done that before. That that thing's a monster. That's... Take us take a six foot chain of any reasonable strength. I'm not talking the one you use for your dog in the backyard that doesn't run away. I'm talking a chain like you put in the back of your truck or something and swing that thing around. You're gonna get tired pretty quickly. Yes. Don't club yourself in the head. 
but everything, everything here is doable. It is physically doable in the real world. Riffs, not so much so. Oh, so, well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, and apple seeds have like ricin or arsenic or some crap. And I, I know, and I eat a lot of almonds. I'm building up my tolerance for my wife tries to kill me by cyanide. So I yeah, eat a ton of almonds, like a big bag of almonds. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, we all know this, or if you don't know it, it doesn't matter to a fantasy game. <laughs> and finally, Kemis, try this, assistant. It smells like almonds. Ah! Kemis is poisonous. Don't swallow. Personal note, need new assistant. Yeah. You didn't have the skill? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we are. We now have our finished character. I went back. All the SDC bonuses, the attribute bonuses, Oops. all of the all the bonuses for uh, my weapon proficiencies, the bonuses for my physical prowess, all factored in and put on screen. As a matter of fact, we're going to go and in, big in this. Talk about on screen. Oh, look at that like subscribe and share remember in case you missed the beginning if you want more slides you give this video a like give it a like if you want less slides and more of what we did in the past or what we normally do you give it a thumbs down if we're using that for voting today it's okay to thumb down this video it's just fine if, uh... <laughs> all right so okay. we're gonna embiggen this and we're gonna take this uh from the top left to the bottom right so these are my stats adjusted for all of my skills. I'll get that off the screen. There we go. My, my, my PE went up by two. My physical strength went up by one, I think, or one or two. And my, uh, my speed went to 19. It was at an eight. So it over doubled because of running, which makes sense. And, that, and do you want to talk about how that affects combat? Uh, speed, I, I'm going to get into that. I can get, okay, get then, into that. It's, all right, it's a little bit cool. Uh, I chose it. Like I said, I chose on principle hit points are equal to your PE, which is 15, uh, natural AR of zero. Obviously I'm human. I don't have a natural AR. I have SDC of 38. Thanks to my skills. I start out with nine. My, my skills got me up to 38. No ISP eight PPE because a base human rolls a 2d6. Again, that's in discord. No horror factor. Cause I'm a human. Age, I just chose 18, male, 5'11, 175. I just chose it. I didn't want to roll. If you're Family an elf, origin, wouldn't a human bring horror factor? What's that? If you're an elf, wouldn't a human bring horror factor? Probably. <laughs> the, the way I hate the way you hate elves, yeah, they would. Uh na native language, again, human, but you would have to choose human western, human eastern, human southern. You would have to choose that because that's the way the game works, but I didn't do that for this these purposes. Charm, charm and press, 40%. That's because of my physical beauty, 18. I have a 40% chance to charm and impress you just by, you know, you looking at me because I'm so pretty. <laughs> That's right. Female privilege. I got it. I hope all the heart uh, clipped that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And we move down to, uh, to the lifting, carrying, and throwing. Uh, the, the way the game works is for your lifting. It is your physical strength uh, doubled times 10. For carrying, it's your physical strength times 10. So you can lift a lot more than you can actually carry, which makes sense. It's fine. And for throwing, because I have a strength in between, was it six or eight and 19? I fall in the normal human, normal range. 
Oh, is it 19 throw... in fantasy? Yeah. Okay, because I think it's 17 for Heroes Unlimited or whatever they're, one that I'd be well, working off of. They are they're higher power level. You're working okay. at a higher power problem. Cool. But uh, I can throw anything one pound or less accurately up to 50 feet. Anything higher than that, I can't throw it. I can't. Running 13 miles an hour. There is a chart for this. Mm -hmm. now, my speed is 19. It doesn't give you exact numbers, number for number. Okay, so a speed of 19, it doesn't tell me exactly how many miles per hour that is. I had to guesstimate. I went to 13. And it's 260 feet per, per melee. That's per 15 seconds on a flat out run. Which makes sense. That That's about what a football field and a, and a quarter in 15 seconds. It's pretty fast, but I have the running skill. It makes sense. And then we have run at maximum number of minutes. Now it doesn't say, it doesn't say in the book at all how long you can flat out run. Even in the running skill, it doesn't give you that. So I just copied swimming, which it does give you in swimming. You can flat out swim at full speed for 15 minutes because my PE is 15. So it's equal, equal it's equal to your physical endurance. That's how much you can again how long you can cinematic. Swim yes. Cinematic. And again, uh the uh, swimming miles per hour, it's not stated. Even in the swimming skill, I had to guess. I guess five. That's 117 feet per 15 seconds, which also doesn't make sense. No one can swim that fast, but <laughs> I, had, I had to pick a number, so I did. And then you can see all of my equipment right there. And my stud leather armor, uh, SDC 38 AR of 15, has a weight of 20. Now, this is a general Palladium Megaverse character sheet because it was free and it was a fillable PDF. The only problem is that in the armor section for, for penalties, that was the only spot I wanted to be fillable and it wasn't. <laughs> Studded leather armor gives you a minus five to climb and prowl. As you can see, it's at the bottom of the armor section. That minus five, that's what it's for. You have a minus five to climb and minus five to prowl if you're wearing studded leather armor. Is this the character sheet that you can buy from Palladium that does all no, the configuration? No, this is free. You, just, you search okay. Palladium Megaverse character sheet fillable PDF and this I, comes I, up. I think, I think the one that they sell for $3. It's, uh, an, it's, an, it's an Excel file. It's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I agree. I'm just saying, I all think right. that one does do that configuration though. True. All right. We move down to the quick combat reference. I have hand-to-hand -hand expert. That means I have two actions per melee. And at level one, I have plus two to strike, plus two to parry, plus two to dodge. That is because of my physical prowess. That is because of the bonuses, my physical prowess. Plus four to roll with punch, uh, roll with punch, impact, fall, whatever. Uh, Normally that, that, that would have been a plus two, but I got a plus four because of my two skills, wrestling and uh, athletics. Pull punch plus two, that's because of hand-to-hand -hand expert. And then we move to the top right, saving throws. I have a plus two to horror factor. That is the only thing that, that is different than the, uh, than the normal numbers. So okay. this is pretty much blank. And then skills, obviously, uh, I put the OCC skills at the top two. And I put the related skills on the bottom left and the secondary skills on the bottom right, just so they're separated. This and is one of the better Palladium character sheets I've seen. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, it also has a, if you are a, a psychic or a mage or a, or a caster of some kind, it has a page two where it has all of that stuff on it. Obviously I'm not, so I didn't get page two. Now we go to weapon proficiencies, uh, short bow. Now here's another thing that palladium didn't do. Try and find the ranges on any, uh, on any non-thrown weapon. You're not going to find it. Okay. Spoiler. Bows have no range. None whatsoever. Lift. None. I thought I saw, I thought I saw it when nope. I was doing the uh... throwing weapons have a range. Hmm. Bows don't have a range, a base range listed. They don't anywhere in the book. This 480 feet is a guess. It is is a, a normal human human uh in real world with a short bow with a little bit of uh of palladium fantasy flair added to to make it an effective range of 480 feet fine i get a plus two to hit with it i get a plus one to parry with a bow that that's because of archery that just seems weird well legolas does it all the time fair he parries a sword with a bow all the time and uh, i get two attacks per round at level one at level two, I'll get an extra attack because of archery, but at level one, it's 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 my base attack, attacks per melee, and the damage is 1d6. The long sword, I get my I get my plus two because of my physical prowess, and then an extra plus one because of my weapon proficiency. So it brings it to plus three. There's no range, and the 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 uh, parry is the same. I don't get any bonuses for it, just my regular parry roll. Two attacks per, per melee with a sword, but it does 2d6 damage. And then we look down at money. 65 gold is what I have left after I bought my short bow, my long sword, and my 12 arrows. Now, I didn't buy a quiver, mainly because I forgot. But I can't imagine a quiver being that expensive. Or if it is, I'll just go wrestle a bear and make a quiver out of bear skin, and there you go, free quiver. I mean, how hard is that? It's not. So I can't do it. Sheet. No, you, well, no, you, but you don't have wilderness survival or trap animals and skin hide. How do you know? Tanning. <laughs> uh, I've known you for a while and you've never displayed these Stalker. skill sets or knowledge of. Stalker. All right. So let's let's go ahead and look at chat. I'm going to go back okay. to. So um, you made a mistake. Uh. And I just look, I just looked it up. Per level. That is I correct. But first level never counts, dumbass. Well, it says right here. Uh, I'm gonna knock out your sharing for a second. Okay. Violence uh, solves everything. Well, you should hurt you should hurt yourself because <laughs> first level doesn't count with skills. First level doesn't count with hit points. Zoom in. All right, so. So uh, having rolled up eight attributes, blah, blah, blah. For example, a character, has, so it starts like this, uh, has a P of 11, starts with 11 hit points. Uh, after determining your base hit points, pick one six-sided die, roll it, add the number you rolled to your hit point base. Only roll one six-sided die at a time. Oops, Since, I'm wrong. He's right. I, Mia culpa. I'm sorry. Now, I, I looked it up because I agreed with you. I was like, no, yeah. I don't think so. I, I think you have to wait till second level, but when nope, you read it in right. that context, I will. I will eat that crow. I will eat it. Uh. And so then, what I'm going to do right now is I will change the character sheet. 
<laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I can get this off the screen. Uh, so, there. Discord. Go into Discord, and I will roll a one d six. And you can you can add your. I I could do it, but it's better if you just add it back to the stream when you're ready. Um. Ah. Wrong. People are talking about harvesting your PPE. <laughs> so, uh. Yeah, uh, I, I think we already have some evilly aligned people in the party. Yeah, what's up with that? Liquid PP. Making me log in, and I don't remember my login. Now, CBK, uh, CBK Ply here has something that I've seen done before. Now, it might be a nuanced rule of a, uh, of a different Palladium game, Damn it. but I have seen this before, and it's something I disagree with. Adding initiative for, well, he says for every 20 in the speed attribute, but I've seen people like add plus four, plus five. I mean, I think there might even be a chart for it or something uh, in one of the games. Page 59, bottom right. We'll see about for, that. For what? Ranges. Okay. Um, I, I don't like that because I don't believe that how fast you run has any bearing with how fast you react. But if it's a game rule in one of the games, then, then I understand it. That's just a personal thing. Uh, and I'll wait for Heathen Dog to look that stuff up to see what his thoughts are on that. Well, you know what? I'm wrong again. God damn it. It oh, does no. give base ranges. This is the only spot in the book that it gives base ranges. With what page was it? 58? 58. And it is the 59. Sorry. It is the bottom right. And it's 340 feet, not 480. It's yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I did see this. I saw this when I was doing that. Uh, and Violent Souls, everything was there for it. Uh, when I yep. when I saw it making the longbowman. So I knew it was in the book somewhere, but I didn't want to correct you because maybe I just pulled the shit out of my ass. Yeah, uh, this is literally the only place where it is. Yeah, it's in, it's in the... And this is why I said that the archery um, non-weapon proficiency is kind of neat. And I, I should have I seen it. This is just me being dumb. I There's no excuse. I have no excuse. That's fine. I was just you wrong. Know? We're so going through the process feet, here, not trying to get exact. And uh, the archery adds 20 feet to the normal effective range per level of the character. That is per level. But in in skills, nothing starts at... You get no bonuses at level one. So I would imagine that would not be for level one. So the range would be 340 feet. And I get the plus one parry. And well, I don't get said, any no, pluses. It does, it does say two. add 20 feet. To the normal effective range per level of the character, plus one that to carry with that weapon effective at level one. It's actually written. It's, it's physically okay. written then, in there. Then, so. And this is a this they put that in there because this is a specific right. special case. Yes, it's just an exception to the rules. So yes, yeah. okay, so it would be 340, 360 feet. That'd be and this range. is not yeah. about correcting yeah. heathen dog or no, it's like this, you know, no, it's these fine. are the new these are the nuances of, of palladium. The the whole yes. idea of getting this process done. This is why we feel that palladium is a great system, but sometimes you really have to figure out where to look to find the information. Yeah. And it could it could really do with some better editing. Not a change in game design, no, not savage worlds, not getting rid of percentile dice or the d20. Keep the rules, just clarify them better. All right, so what else? What else did I get wrong? This is great. This is great. Uh, Ranger, you're sure? I'm sure you've eaten worse things than Crow. Fair enough. Uh, it would only be an emergency that I would do it. Uh, 20 feet per level. Yep, yep, yep. What can I say? Second edition is horribly. It is. No, Palladium is generally horribly organized. It is. Yep. Why is it up over there and not here? There we go. 
Okay, so do this. So when I go back. Yep, go ahead and bring your slides back I up. Re-add to the stream. Boom. So what I have to do is change the range. Instead of 480, it'll, it will be uh, 360. And and I have to add a, a D6 to my hit points. And Heathen Dog said something earlier in this uh, stream uh, that I, I want to point out again. This is why you put two eyes on a Palladium mm -hmm. character. Now, yes. that, there's something I want to say about this for everybody's like, oh my God, that's such a pain in the butt. This game is ridiculous. No, the game because of this process, the game play is ridiculously simple now there's a couple of additional things i do to my character sheets that make it even simpler during gameplay like i put in the bonuses right on my character sheet of shooting wild this is for a modern game yes but you know shooting wild sniping blah 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 you right. know fire you know, these different little options that can come in because it makes it even uh, quicker to find those bonuses instead of just having to remember what the rule is but this right. is why if you are good with your character sheet from the get-go you will not have problems playing the game. Right. So, uh, to, so to, to sum up, I screwed up twice on this character sheet. Again, that's why you need at least two sets of eyes in a character after you make it to play in the game. Because the other person is going to catch this stuff. I missed uh, the hit points at a, at a D6, even at level one. And I missed the range table. I missed it. And the, the game master... After I create a main character, when I give it to him, ideally would have caught it. Or the first time you rolled the fire, I think I can shoot for two miles. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bow. I had no range on it. Does that mean I can just like shoot around the world? Catch it? So yeah, uh, learn from my mistakes. And uh, you can you can do you can make a better character just as the only easy. thing important in this comment are the first three words. Max is right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there you go. And that's it. Boom. All right. Well, I hope uh, thank you everyone me. in chat for helping me out for the corrections. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm not, I'm not one of the crazy people out there on the internet that gets angry when they're wrong. And you pointed out th this was a guide. And if I'm doing it wrong, you guys pointing it out, only will help everyone watching this video and myself. So how am I going to be mad at that? That's just dumb. I, I admit I do get mad, but it's not about being corrected. It's about tone. Oh, with, like, dude, what the fuck? You don't know what you talk. I shouldn't be cursing in segment one. Uh, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, if this, if this is the video you're making, we've seen some of the comments in the past. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, like if you don't know what you talk about, you shouldn't be making videos. You know, everybody makes mistakes, folks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's the happens, thing, man. It happens. I haven't made a plain and fantasy character in a, at least over 12 years. No, Rifts so, is your game. Yeah. Yeah. And Rips secondarily, and, would uh, you say Heroes Unlimited? Heroes Unlimited and, and Rifts are the ones I played the most often. So this is the first time in 12 years that I made a character for Palladium Fantasy. And uh, mm -hmm. there it is. I can never trust Sadwings. <laughs> he was only wrong once. He was wrong once, but that's enough. <laughs> are you married? Didn't. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and of course, Violent Solves Everything has to put this in here, so we'll put it up there for him. First edition, First edition better is organized. better organized and much quicker to make a character. He did a video, did a video on it. Uh, it's on Rumble. I know that for sure. So uh, yeah. he did a video on it if you want to check it out. Yep. Okay. Um, anything? 
<laughs> so yeah, as long as you're not being the well, actually, guy, it's cool. Like yeah. again, we we all make mistakes, and I know it, for me, it's tone of voice. It's always about tone of voice. If you're like, hey, uh, Max, I think you messed up there. I'll check. Like, oh crap, you're right. If you're like, oh my god, what are you retarded? You don't know what game you're playing. You know, so, uh, I'm I'll be wrong and I'll stay wrong just to piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> I used to I used to do that when I was video game streaming. Somebody would come in and, and be like, oh my God, I can't believe he missed that. God, is this guy such a noob? So I would know how to fix it or I I would know, you know, to go back or whatever. And I just like, screw it. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna rush into my death now just to make this yeah. viewer angry. <laughs> yeah. I rolled a zero for my hit points. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I rolled one D6 minus whatever I wanted. Yep. All right. Uh, any final comments? Let's, uh, da, 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 da. Now, uh, but before before we go into that, uh, don't I, get mad I can get with credit. this. Yeah, I get mad at being wrong. That's fine. That's fine. But in in my personal life, if if I'm if I'm wrong, I'm mad at myself, not at the yeah. person who pointed it out. Unless they're being a douchebag, just yep, like Max. Exactly. One hundred percent agree with that. Exactly. Now, what I didn't do in this character is is min max to 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 the fucking brim no, i'm sorry to, to to the brim you know getting boxing i could not get i could not explain boxing with a soldier nope. <laughs> yeah with, with with a soldier you can explain boxing okay you you definitely can paladin hand-to-hand -hand combat training you know advanced stuff like that i could even see that a mercenary i could see that too but a ranger I couldn't I couldn't see it immediately, so I stayed away from it. Well, if you're from the outback and you practice with kangaroos. <laughs> I don't think there are kangaroos in play in fantasy. If they are, they're a monster. And hey, mutant down under, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Palladium Fantasy Australia would be 18 times more deadly, and I don't want to go to Australia, the regular kind. Is there a Rifts Australia yet? There probably no, there probably is, and I don't want to go there either. There, there because, should be, but that would be like for 15th level characters only. <laughs> Uh, all right, we'll do it this last little, comment. It is a little crunchy, yes. It is a little crunchy, but this did not take that long. This character creation process took about an hour and 15 minutes. And now that's that going to be a turnoff for some people. No, 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 no. The reason it took an hour, I'm, I am adding in finding that fillable character sheet and using the fill character sheet instead of just writing on a regular character sheet, which would have been faster. Writing on a regular character sheet would have been faster than doing the drop-down menus and, and fillable options. Okay. It, it would, it would have saved, it would have saved, uh, you know, 10, 15 minutes off the time right there. Well, imagine if you had a priest of light character and you wrote down all those powers, that's going to take some time that's or photocopy or do what I did photocopy the page, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, uh, but that's okay. It's okay for it to take time during character creation. Cause one, it helps you to get to understand and know the character better. Mm-hmm. I know that some of the the old timers like, ah, you know, I should be able to wipe up a character on an index card and go. Well, for some games, yeah, I don't disagree with you. But for Palladium, that's got so much that's so heavy on lore. It's, it's so heavy on, you know, there there are reasons these character class, these OCCs exist and, and what they're meant for that uh, you, you actually get a feel for the character and look at the variety in it. Sure, you have your OCC skills, but then your OCC related skills are selected. And then your secondary skills are all selected. Yeah, no, so, yeah. Your, your OCC related are from are are much more broad from categories that you're allowed, but your secondary skills are literally can choose anything you want. Any skill in the book you can do, you can choose, which is which is how I got prowl. I could not get it as an OCC OCC skill. I could not get it as an OCC related skill. It was barred from me. 
I had to get it as a secondary skill if I wanted to get it at all. I don't, I don't know if Rifts has anything like that, but of course there's always for TMNT. <laughs> yeah, Mutants Down Under. Yeah, there it is. Oh, I don't have this. The corner is protected on this book. Wow. Um, yeah, I, if there is a Rifts book, I would be interested in seeing a Rifts book if Rifts wanted to keep with the trope of... Because uh, I, I could have sworn that the picture he's talking about is in this book. Um, that there is a... Uh, if he like made it intentionally more deadly, like these things will kill you because that's kind of how Australia is anyway. Yeah. I don't Australia like that. I wrote in this trap. book in pen. How did I do that? Uh, anyway, I'm not gonna look at this whole book for that, but uh, apparently at some point in my life, probably in the nineties, I wrote in this book in pen. Lovely. Okay. Um, uh, last one I'm going to read and then we're going to move on to segment two. Uh, when character creation is time-consuming crunchy, you try hard to keep the character alive to keep from doing it. You know, there, there's some truth to that. Yeah. So, it, that's GM psychological warfare right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you play smart by making character creation such an arduous process that you don't want to die. That you'll actually do the smart thing and sometimes run away. Great. Palladium isn't that bad, though. So no. be sure to like, subscribe, share one last time. I'm saying that, by the way, this isn't for the stream people. This is for the video people. Watch it later. If you want more Heathen Dog slides, go ahead and uh, give this video a thumbs up. If you say no to slides, go back to doing live streams and doing them the way that, you're norm that you normally do them. Uh, then uh, vote down. If you don't care, I don't care. Vote however you want. <laughs> or don't vote at all but be sure to subscribe and share 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 with your friends especially those who are like i'm thinking about doing palladium fantasy what would a character look like well send them this video just tell them to watch the whole thing where at the end where all the things i got wrong chat found and i was magnanimous about it <laughs> and of course you can follow us at these locations and watch our videos at these locations donate to through paypal and Streamlabs. And that is it. All right. Well, I'll be back in just a sec. I'm going to use a little heathen dog room. Okay. So for this is Bob, my dead character's twin brother. Uh, yeah. So uh, for segment two, segment two is going to be kind of cheating today. Uh, mostly because it's been a, a, a what I consider a slow week in, in tabletop news. And I had some work stuff uh, come on that uh, let's just say, I don't want to say pulled me away. It's just, had me thinking about my game quite a bit. So we're actually just going to talk a bit more about Palladium Fantasy. But we're going to kind of opine. We're going to compare Palladium Fantasy to other game systems. Not necessarily in every individual attribute. Like, well, I prefer strength to physical, you know, to physical strength or, or physical prowess to, to dexterity. It's not about that. It's just going to be like, you know, uh, what, we, what we enjoy about it. Because you know, this is the last episode. Next week is Heroes Unlimited. We start Heroes Unlimited next week. So that'll be great. Um, we're still discussing exactly how we want to do that, but I think we're leaning towards doing one. You told me what they're called. Template, character class, whatever the heck they're called <laughs> uh, uh, per week. So I think you said there are like six or eight of them. I have to look it up again. But uh, so that, that's going to be a few weeks on each one, but uh, that'll give us a good focus on each one of them. Uh, so, uh, but uh, yeah, so we, we're going to talk about when he, like said, when he comes back, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, what, what Palladium Fantasy, just, just Palladium Fantasy, what it means to us and, uh, you know, what we like about, what we dislike about it, you know, what we, what we think can be improved upon other than just the way it's written. <laughs> and, categories. Uh, categories. There we go. Categories. categories. 
Like you told me that like 30 times and for I some did. reason like, <laughs> just keeps going up. I keep an hour, hour and 25 minutes ago, I told you. <laughs> well, you've told me other times as well. It's like yeah. I keep thinking archetypes though. Uh, yeah. So uh yeah, let's let's get into segment two. Where's my segment two thing? I don't have a picture for it this time, so that doesn't matter. That's one. All right, for segment two today, we're going to continue on talking about Palladium Fantasy. Since this is our last week on Palladium Fantasy, uh, we're going to just opine about it a little bit compared to other games we played, what we like about this, what we don't like about it, uh, where we think some improvements could be made, uh, and just generally why, you know, even though we don't play Palladium Fantasy a lot, we both have played it. I was in a campaign with Heathen Dog, and just generally... Why I think why we think that you guys out there should play it. There we go. And segment two. Uh, I'm gonna start you. You're way more into Palladium than I am uh, in terms of experience. This doesn't mean he sure. necessarily likes it better than I do, but no. you know, it's just uh, is he's I've played, played it, it a lot more, and, and uh, he's I, and got I run it more. Yeah, yeah. So what I don't like about most Palladium books and Palladium Fantasy is no different. It's layout. The layout is bad. The only good part of this book is the spell layout. It, it gives you it gives you the spells where they are by level, and then it gives you the spells in alphabetical order and, and the page number. That's amazing. It's the only part of the book that's actually laid out correctly. Everything else is is bad. It's just it's just a bad format. Uh, stuff is in the wrong place, especially race and attributes. They have rolling attributes first. No, you choose your race first. Because it affects your attributes. Stupid. It's a dumb mistake, and he'd never fixed it. I don't do like think, it. Do you think he cares? Probably not. He's I, getting ready to retire, right? Well, I mean, I, I don't know if he's getting ready to retire right away, but uh, you know, he he has announced that his successor comes from Savage uh, Savage Worlds. Yeah. Um, you got me saying Savage Lands now. I got to stop doing <laughs> Savage Worlds. Uh, hold on. What is this? Mechanoid Invasion. Thief Modern's template. Tick lock. Driving, mechanical tools, not much else. Thief not helping. Some people, war versus mechanism. Wait, what? I don't know where he went with that. I don't know where he came from with that, but okay. But Kevin says uh, improvements, editing. Yeah. I, yes. Yes, I will agree with that too. Not only the format, but uh, there's a, when it, it was, he had a real uh, chance to improve the editing from revised to second edition when he was bringing palladium fantasy up to the rest of the palladium universe multiverse games when he as some people say riftifying it yeah riftifying it uh had a chance to fix all the editing mistakes but instead like all palladium books it seems to be just cut and paste cut and paste from earlier oh, books and the here the after the bomb book is when when i was skimming through that i was like are you kidding me you could see where the cut and paste were because the paragraphs you could see that definitely came from 1980s writing that yeah. came from early 2000s writing. like you can just see it it's in there. obvious that, that that the typeface is different some the, the font the size you you can tell you can tell where where cut and paste was literally used in some of these books which is just atrocious yeah just bad i mean yeah i understand you start off in your garage with a pamphlet i get it but you by this time, especially when you're bringing revised up to second edition, you had money to pay an editor to fix all this stuff. 
You went the other way. Mm -hmm. Not good. Now, what I like about Palladium Fantasy, I like the fact that it has classes that that aren't uh, that don't seem to be direct analogies to classes in other games. Like the wizard would be a direct analogy to say a line walker in Rifts. The uh, um, the uh, soldier would be would be. No, I'm sorry. The, the the mercenary would be a direct analogy to say I don't know a mercenary in Rifts. But uh, the paladin solely fantasy. The ranger solely fantasy. Longbowman solely fantasy. They have a, they have many OCCs in this book that are obviously for Palladium Fantasy and don't fit in the other systems as a, as a cookie cutter drop in place type thing. And I, I, I like that. I kind of like that. If you're not going to go off rifting and, and do all that rifting nonsense going into other places in the multiverse and you're just staying in plating fantasy, it's a good deal. I'm glad, I'm glad that wasn't changed when it got riftified in second edition. I'm glad it wasn't changed. I'm happy that they kept these classes that are niche to palladium fantasy Happy vagabond <laughs> uh the ranger solely fantasy well you're not going to find a ranger in in any of the uh, a ranger like this in any of the later formats because it's more modern day after this it gets more modern day or post-apocalyptic so you're not going to find a ranger class you're not going to find a paladin a paladin is not a, a cyber knight. cyber knight so, so I hear them compared all the time. They so do get compared all the time. On that one. <laughs> they, they, only get, they only get compared because of attitude. Everything else, completely different. The OCCs work completely differently. Um, what else do I like about it? Uh, the uh, Just like all Palladium books, the, the world building is the strength. The world building is strong. And in the Palladium fantasy book is no, is no exception. In Rifts, you have to buy world book or source books to get more world building in Palladium fantasy. It gives you it at the, in the back of the book. It gives you this world in the back of the book everywhere. The whole, the whole supercontinent is laid out for you. The, the identities of the people where they live, their dispositions toward one another, their internal politics, sometimes plans for the future. It's all laid out for you. So as a game master, this helps immensely in creating a campaign. And it even gives a, a starter adventure. Uh, actually, no, uh, I, I don't even think it's, it's not even a one shot, which most which most main book uh, starter adventures are just one shots. This one, I, I don't believe you can do it in one game session. So uh, two things about this comment. Number one, um, Green Bay Packers. That means from now on, you're no longer allowed to comment. <laughs> um uh races in the back of the book are dumb actually this is one of the things that i've had people um give me not give me crap about but like strongly suggest and it goes on two sides of the fence some people hate the idea of character creation before knowing the rules mm -hmm. some people want the character creation in in that typical flow format where it's like you make the character, you know, the book for, uh, flows kind of in the same process of how you play the game. You make the characters, then you, you know, you get your skills and then you figure out your spells and then all of a sudden you're playing the game. You know, you, you figure out combat after that. Um, 
I, I see both sides of that coin. Like for mine, I haven't decided exactly how I'm going to do it, but I will tell you that I love the way Hyperborea, at least the second edition, Astonishing Swordsman Sorcerers of Hyperborea is laid out because you're like two thirds of the way through the book by the time you're done creating your character. But every step of the way has everything. Mm-hmm. Attributes. When you're done with attributes, you know everything about your attributes or ability scores it's called there. Character classes. Boom. When you're done with the character class that you have picked, you know everything about it from that point and moving on. Um, so, so yeah, uh, but yeah, having races when you're selecting your character at, you know, at the back of the book, that is that is a bit weird. Um, yep, but maybe he saw weird. it as lore. I, I don't know. I unfortunately can't, uh, can't answer which, that yeah, for Which him. is strange. You know, you don't want that at all because it, it affects the very first thing you have to do, which is, of course, roll your stats. Yep. So... You want to do that first. Now he said. Now someone also put in there like, "Oh, I don't think there's a there's an adventure in the back of the book." There is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to it right now. Uh, well, you're looking that up. Uh, all publishers should take a clue from OSC and Swords and Wizardry for layout and editing. Yes, uh, OSC has the pronoun problem, but uh, they're British. What do you want? And the publisher's a douchebag, but the developer of the game <laughs> is is all right. What? Yeah, talk Aaron Pedantic. Yeah, talk Aaron Pedantic about it. Um, I'm not going to get into that here, but uh, but the person who makes the game, again, he's British, so I kind of have to give him a pass for dumb pronoun use. But in terms of layout and concise rules, yes, and I love Swords and Wizardry, uh, at least the version that I have. I absolutely love it in terms of... It's a little bit of fluff mixed in, but so little that it's not bothersome at all. Um, Wait a minute. The, the, the adventure from 1E was cut? Yes, the adventure from 1E was cut for seconds. Son of a biscuit. Riff's Wilderness Scout, he says, uh, so he says the Wilderness Scout is close to a ranger. I was going to say that as well, but I don't know enough about the Wilderness Scout to... It is close. Okay, then, yeah. That, that, that's, a, that's another mistake. That is another he cut mistake. out the gods, I... he cut out the adventure. He... <laughs> I know, right? Uh, the, the, the gods, I understand, because you, you want to make money, you do a second book. But initial adventure, you have to have that in your main And book. I think every game should have that. Even a Dungeons yeah. and Dragons clone type game should have an introductory adventure. Yep. If for no other purpose than to do it like what Beckme did, which is like, this is how you play a game. Get right. those new people in. That's one of the yep. things that I'm dealing with with my game is that I one of the, one of the reasons why I'm hemming and hawing so much with the game that I'm writing is the fact that I want it to be concise. This is rule. Let's use like the OSE format. This is rule. This is rule. This is rule. Reading stereo instructions, as somebody said. But I I also want to target it towards people who haven't played games before. So that means you have to have explanation, and it's killing me because I'm not finding that balance for me personally. Like that's too wordy. That's not wordy enough. You know. Uh, but. You know, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, and finally, if it's better in fantasy, then uh, then they can survive in rifts. Right. I guess it, that's a ranger. And to to be fair, you know, uh, a, a ranger gets rifted into rifts, or phase world, or or scrapers, or whatever futuristic environment. Yeah, you just you just give him vibro weapons, and he'll be he'll do all right. Sure, but. You have to you have to play the the psychological nonsense that goes along with that. You know, go, going from a going from a fantasy setting to a futuristic post apocalyptic sci fi setting. Can you imagine? You know, the whole Yankee and King Arthur's court reversed. That's weird. He's gonna have some trouble with that. But yeah, so, you have to uh, roll for that. yeah, I have a rule about mechanical keyboards. If I can hear you type, I will spill something in it. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> Keyboards should not make noise. I do have a mechanical keyboard. I have a Cherry Silent. My wife had a mechanical keyboard. I think it was a green or a blue. One of them that are supposed... No, no, that, those are loud ones. A uh, brown or a red. That's supposed to be a little quieter. Uh, I made her get rid of it. No, I, I do not want to... This is not an office. I do not want to hear you type. And uh, people who video game stream, uh, this is one of the biggest complaints for video game. Now, some people love it. There are There is a group of people that love it. But most people uh, will stop watching video game streams over audio issues, whether it's bad audio you know, echoing all over the place. And keyboard clicks are a known issue. Twitch has talked about it in their suggestions on times. Like, you don't actually want those picked up. Most people don't like it. And if they don't care, like I have misophonia, but it really doesn't apply to the, the keyboard clicking. It's just annoying over the course of time. Okay, so uh, they 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 cut the adventure out of the book. Every every main book should have an adventure in it, at least a uh, a one shot, so you can actually play and have new players get used to the rules, get used to how the flow of the game works. And they had it in first edition, but apparently they lost it. I didn't even check because why would you do that? Why would you take it out? That doesn't make any sense to me. Oh no, wait, it does make sense. You couldn't copy and paste it because it had no SDC and the other, you know, some other minor changes, but mainly the SDC probably. So you couldn't copy and paste it. So you had to cut it. That's dumb. Stop it. I got two more comments to put up and then I'll give my side of it. Uh, versus, hey, you know, to be fair, look, I'm from Minnesota. The only sport I still watch is the Vikings. <clears throat> so, uh, but I actually like the Packers. It's the Bears I hate. And somebody was wearing a Bears shirt on a live stream recently. And I said, I can't watch your live stream because you're wearing a Bears shirt. <laughs> I hate the Bears. I, always, I don't even want them in the NFL. I know they're one of the oldest teams ever. I don't care. I hate the Bears. I also hate the Ravens um, because they let a murderer stay uh, and play on the team. But I actually like the Packers. I, I have to admit, I like the Packers. Of course, I'm going to root for my Vikings over the Packers, but I like the Packers. Uh, and then there's uh, Armin said, hate podcasts that you call an interview sound like the caller sitting on the toilet. I hope that's not us. <laughs> Like, like I'm going to, I'm going to be a bit more flexible with people that call in for five minutes than I am for, you know, uh, like he, he does not know for a half hour. Yeah. Yeah. And heathen dog knows. Cause you know, we've talked about it for years over some of this stuff. Like, uh, uh, especially when the live stream is going on, I'd be like, look, you guys have to stop making this. You got to stop be professionals. <laughs> like, uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, we try to work on the, on the audio here and, you know, to be fair, video is important as well. Now, again, I'm not an audio engineer. I know some people think I am, I do work in AV, but I'm not an audio engineer, uh, but there are some things about audio. I know, but my setup is only, uh, I, I don't know if I can lift it up. Can I lift it? Up? And nope. And you just broke it. Cause now I can't hear you. <laughs> anyway, I want to, I want to, uh, Darth, uh, aiming would be entirely different. No, uh, if the, this this is an ongoing conversation in chat about a ranger going into rifts and how eh, a rifle and a bow. Eh, no, no, no. You need to get you need to get a new weapon proficiency to use a rifle. So it's going to start at level one. So he has to relearn how to shoot. So yeah, there there is no seamless transition there. Can we hear you now? Max, can you speak? Can you even hear me? Can you hear me? No? 
he tried to show you something and completely broke his setup. I like that. That's funny. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Can you? Oh, no, he, he, he broke out. Okay. <laughs> he probably went to go restart. <laughs> oh, that was good. So, uh, let's see, um, before mask comes back and gives his thing. So, uh, they took out the adventure. That's bad. Uh, the, the format of the book is bad. Uh, the placements for wrong things. Uh, the world building is amazing after the character generation, which does, which, which does take a, a significant amount of time, but not overly so compared to many other games, but it is a little crunchy, but the gameplay itself, once you have it down, it's quite quick and has a, has a good, has a good tempo, especially in played in fantasy. Now, when you get into later editions, which we will with heroes unlimited and riffs and, and beyond the supernatural, where we have modern weapons with burst fire aiming and firing blind or shooting wild where it gives all kinds of different bonuses and minuses and add-on and add-ons and addendums and caveats and whatever it gets a little weirder but for palladium fantasy it's pretty straightforward your weapon efficiency the level you got it static bonuses you're pretty much good you're pretty good so that's nice um uh, what else? What else? Um, there's a large range in played in fantasy, a large range of OCCs that are support class that make themselves necessary for a really good group, like the Psy Healer or the Ranger or the Squire or the Merchant or uh, don't ever be a witch. Don't ever be a summoner. Don't ever be the Psy Mystic fits a fits a whole lot of uh stuff vagabond you're like why do you want to be a vagabond that sounds stupid no if if you do a lot of business in a city you want a vagabond on your team he can find you better prices he knows he can find the scuttlebutt what's happening in the city you know streetwise is a, is a main occ skill so you know what the hell you want that so in a party of three to five people all of these support classes shine the uh the uh psi healer you think is like oh it's it's like a white mage heal bot kind of yeah you know also double as an exorcist or whatever stuff like that but in a group of three to five people you're gonna want a psi healer they're they're going to have value the ranger is going to have value the uh the the uh, knight or noble or vagabond will have value Assassin, in a in a good aligned group, I'm having trouble, you know, thinking an assassin could be an assassin. For a, a good or first half of selfish alignments, I would change assassin. I would rename it spy, and that would that would be good, but. Uh, 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 to be fair, in many games, in uh, game systems, uh, putting an assassin character class in gives people trouble. Really gives people trouble because you're an assassin. You kill people for a living. You kill people for money. 
good guys usually don't do that. So I get why a lot of people don't like putting assassin classes in. I get it. Uh, Nerdy Ogre says, uh, a Psy Healer is the golden key. You can go through any territory practically unmolested. Like I said, in a group, huge value, huge value. Change assassin to 007, secret agent. In a, in a, a Ninjas and Super Spies or Heroes Unlimited, they do have secret agent type stuff. And that's what assassin turned into, secret agent. And it works great because you no longer have to be a murderer. Or Bounty Hunter with emphasis on stealth is a good counterpart to Assassin. Yes, I would go with that. Sure. You know, uh, but Bounty Hunter and Mercenary, uh, kind of the same thing, right? Well, no, I guess I guess Bounty Hunter hunts people. A Ranger OCC skill is literally tracking people or humanoids. So that would be more Bounty Hunter-ish. But uh, for Bounty Hunter, I would go, you know, Mercenary, Ranger, choose one of those rather than Assassin. I think it'd be a better fit, but uh, Secret Agent or Spy, definitely. Hey, there you are. Dude, my entire computer, my, my motherboard went beep and I had a 99 <laughs> error code on the thing, which I'm going to have to look up what the hell that thing was. I don't know what the hell caused that. That was crazy. And all you did was, was lift up your, uh, your sound setup. Yeah. yeah, well, I so didn't even lift it up that hard because I didn't want to pull the cable because I was checking to see if it was connected uh, to something. So I was saying that I use a Go XLR Mini. So, and the main reasons for me using that are because I believe in noise gates. Everybody should have a noise gate. If you are a YouTuber podcaster out there and you don't use a noise gate, please go fuck off a bridge with Dan to steal <laughs> Heathen Dog's uh, comment over there because, uh, you know, all your little slurping noises and all your little. So I think this should happen. And when you're going out there, with, you know, a lip smack and crap that you do because you're an old man, whatever. Um, stop it. Those should all be blocked. Or, or, your, or your dog barking in the background, although depending how close it is, or your fans from your computer, or like somebody said on here, you know, random echoing sounds like you're sitting on a toilet. Not for the call-ins, but for people who are YouTubers, get a noise gate. If you're not using a noise gate, uh, I hope you have zero viewers for the rest of your life. Um, yeah, that Even friends of mine, I don't watch because they don't use noise gates. Uh, it's not a compressor. It's not uh, what, what are some of the other things. You don't have to EQ it. If you want to, you can, but you need a noise gate. So um, anyway, uh, oh, it says so, compressor limiter. Well, compressor limiter, I don't think necessarily should be. Now, for me, it is needed because I like to scream. Yeah. That, that's where you need the compressor limiter um, for, for people. Now, if somebody, I don't think Heathen Dog necessarily needs one because he doesn't shout into his microphone like I do. So, and when uh, I do, it's for effect. So I want that effect. Uh, so, but like me, I, I definitely start talking louder and I'll be like, Oh my God, you know? Uh, and yeah. And that's where the compressor comes in. Hashtag noise gate. Yeah. Oh my God. So, uh, uh I, I finished talking about what I like and don't like about palladium fantasy. You are really quiet to me. So you go ahead and, uh, and tell us what, uh, what you like and don't like about palladium fantasy. Um, so what, what I like about Palladium Fantasy, and I think you covered some of this, is, is there's a little bit of uniqueness to it, even if it is still typical uh, typical tropes. I mean, it still has your elves, your dwarves, your kobolds, uh, your, your goblins. Now, as much as I rail against those things being player characters in Dungeons & Dragons, this is not Dungeons & Dragons. 
this is a different setting a different lore it's one of the reasons why i like earth dawn is because dwarves can be magic users in earth dawn yet i will stand here and scream at the top of my voice i do have a compressor though uh about (laughs) uh uh uh, about dwarf magic users and dungeon dragons how it doesn't belong it's because it's a different world it's a different setting and i'm an ip purist this would be like somebody saying well in battletech you should have aliens because you're in the galaxy no battletech is all about humans and our expansion throughout the galaxy. Um, so you don't change like that. But but see, Palladium has a great take. The, the lore, the setting lore, whether it's just a little bit given in the book or all the books that come after it, setting lore is amazing for Palladium. Let's see, what else? I mean, I do like the OCCs. I actually like the system as a whole. I have a caveat to that, but I like the system as a whole. For the people like, you roll a D20 here and you roll percentile there, you can never figure it out. How can't you figure it out? It's very simple. Are you fighting someone or are you trying to do something? There you go. If you're fighting someone, roll a D20. If you're trying to do something, aka a skill roll percentile dice and if you look at the skills in palladium this is not true 100 across the board but it's definitely true with a lot of them i would dare say the vast majority of them most skills in palladium aren't one action or one round events they're things that take time a minute two minutes 20 minutes whatever to do effectively um so there's a difference again between rolling in combat your d20 something that you're doing knocking out like that and something that's going to take you 10 minutes to perform so uh, I, I do not understand at all any way, shape, or form. It's like, the game's too complicated. It's just too many dice. I mean, and we did a reaction video on that. There we go. About, what, a year yeah. and a half ago? Mm-hmm. Where somebody was like, pleading fantasy is just too hard. Or not pleading fantasy, it was riffs. But, you know, riffs is just too hard. That's why I can't wait for Savage Worlds riffs, because that'll actually make the game playable for me. And it's like, what? Like, how can pleading fantasy be or or any of the palladium system be hard the books are annoying i get that but uh, yeah oh yeah definitely but you they, they, they've been selling uh boxes and bags of dice since before i was born yeah. right and they all have the same thing one or two d6s a d4 a d8 a d12 a d20 and two d10s as percentile that's all you need to play this game that's it that's all the dice you need how hard is that? Okay, that again, again, people are correcting me in the door. I'm not talking specifically about dwarves liking, liking magic. I'm <laughs> just talking about conceptually. You can play these. Okay, everybody digs. <laughs> like, you know, uh, as we found out, it was two weeks yeah. ago. Uh, you know, it, it, again, true. Yeah. stop all, taking all the things so literally. Uh-huh. All the monsters dig. It's crazy. But uh, now, now where I don't like it, using the same vein, is... Uh, this one's a hard one to get through to people. So even though I don't necessarily fully, I'm not fully on board with what I'm about to say, I get it, and we'll talk about it a little bit, is the percentages start too low. Mm. 22% chance to detect poison. Okay, that's kind of a bad one because I don't think you should have a high percent chance to detect no. a poison. But uh, I mean, like a 50% chance for wilderness survival when you're supposed to be a ranger. I get it, your first level, but... I, you know, some of your core abilities, I think, should be higher. Now, now here's the here's the caveat to that. You're supposed to, as a player, one, not start out in the middle of a, vol- a volcano land. Okay, <laughs> you're supposed to kind of start in an area where there might be at least a little civilization. Number one, number two, you're supposed to do things that bump those percentages up. Now, I had a couple people argue with me about that. Well, Palladium doesn't give you an option to do that. Talking about, you're a game master. 
If somebody's doing something intelligently, you know what I think? Oh, you're taking extra time. You don't need to get it done in, in, in 30 minutes. You're going to let it take two hours just to put extra effort in. Okay, uh, 10% bonus to it or, or whatever. You're the game master. Or, oh, you're going to actually use, instead of just running around trying to like, I don't see any berries, you're going to actually head towards where it looks like some animal tracks were and, uh, and, and look in that direction or where there might have been some civilization. Okay, that makes more sense. Have a 5% bonus, 15%, you know, whatever. You're supposed to do things that, that bump those bonuses up. And if a game master said, well, there's no rule for it. Well, you're a bad game master. You don't need a rule yeah. for that. Um, yeah. you, you shouldn't be rolling skills unless failure is significant. Like if you have the wilderness survival skill, unless it's raining or snowing or your hands are numb, like, like to build a fire, you shouldn't even have to roll to make a successful fire. You just know how to do it. You should not have to roll to, to make a primitive lean-to. You just do it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, the ID fruits and berries. Unless you're rushed or or you're in an area that, that you're not familiar with, you shouldn't even roll. You just know. Or, or you're trying to find something specific, like, I, I need this for an ingredient for something. Or, wow, there are right. lots of red berries out here. What are the two that are not poisonous versus the 30 that are poisonous? You know, if, if there's a reason for it. But again, if there's no game meaning reason for it. Don't roll. Yeah. Don't roll. Just Yeah, rules. I win. am the rules. <laughs> yeah, it's just an auto win. You know, I was thinking about this last week because somebody complained about you banning people all the time or, or timing them out. Timing and out, the, yeah. And and uh, uh, I, I was taken back to because Rooks used to do that all the time. And I would get messages all over the place. Like, you need to tell them to stop doing it. Or I'm going to stop hanging out with you guys. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't get that message this time. I just got that, you know, it might be a little excessive. Eh, okay. Um, but I used to chew Rooks out over that. Like, stop doing that because I keep getting messages saying that you're being a dick and nobody wants to be in the guild anymore. And But <laughs> his quote was always like, I am the law. Bam. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, I, I do it for comedic effect. If, if, if someone's being a, being a dill hole in chat, I won't even time them out. I'll just ban them. But I don't, I don't, I, I say it's a ban hammer, but I, I may have banned one person, but uh, I when I looked, when I looked at the, the list, I only saw porn spammers in our list and Shadzar yeah. and I, and yeah. I did the Shadzar one. Yeah. 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 So there you go. I mean, I, I, I time out Baldahar. And a couple of people all the time, just because I think it's funny. <laughs> my wife all the time. Yeah, your wife, because it's hilarious. <laughs> I don't do it maliciously. I don't do it. By the way, I'm not looking I, at I any chat lulls. other than what comes into StreamYard right now. I don't have Discord. I don't have anything up because uh, I came back. So if there's anything weird going into the other chats, Odyssey or whatever, I don't know about it. Sorry. Um, but uh, now here's one of the things that might be a little bit controversial. <laughs> I usually just every time I get. Um, that might be a little controversial is uh, this is one of those game settings that I say you can't throw away the lore. I know that's going to make a lot of people angry. And again, this isn't a hundred percent hard and fast rule, but what it is is these, these OCCs and how the game plays is very much tied to the lore of the lands. Mm -hmm. Now, could you do your own thing? Absolutely. Without a doubt, especially if you're a good game master and you just know how to, how to roll with that. I would personally, because I don't like following, following everything directly to a t because then people start saying well actually you know it's all pedantic again oh, three miles in that really wouldn't happen because that's where the tree line it says it ends shut the hell up i said there's a forest there get over it um so i like to change things anyway but the, the point is is like the general lore of the land the occs and the races are so bound to it but that's a good thing in this case 
because Heathen Dog can still run a completely different game than me um, because I might run it in this area more or him run it in that area yeah. more or he might treat the wolf and as more savage as me as more as noble warrior, you know, whatever. Uh, um, you know, I hate coil, so I'm going to have them everywhere fucking with people. He might not give a shit about coil. <laughs> yeah, coil just uh, won't exist. There you go. Yeah, they, there you or, go. Or, or you'll never find them. So you heard about them, but you never see one. Yeah, they, they're, it's like, are they real? Live or Memorex? Uh, as far as negative things, the only real negative thing, and I think this is indicative of Palladium as a whole and Palladium Fantasy the least, but still there, and I'm going to be a little bit hypocritical on this one, is I don't, I don't like the combat in terms of basic expert martial arts. Hmm. It gets... It gets too nuanced. Oh, this is a pull punch. Well, this is a karate punch. Well, this is a back fist punch. Well, this is an elbow strike. Well, I, I don't think, you know, the old me loved that kind of stuff. Uh, the more modern me does not. A punch is a punch is a punch. Let's just move on with the game. I, I mean, power punch I get. Pull punch I get. Those are really too extreme and specific. But all these little nuanced things of like karate style punch and, uh, and hip strike. And it's like, just get... That doesn't need to be there. You know what? Um, I, I understand where you're coming from. I do. But I think that it's it's necessary for a little bit of realism because as as you know, you know, it's just hitting hitting hard isn't all of it. If you have the right technique and an experience in how to punch, you will hit harder. Without but, being I, I would just say add that to the instead of saying now you have karate style punch for you know a 2d6 it adds flavor and the karate punch does more damage than a regular punch now you would only use karate punch so you would just re but, but see that's with... the lame part of it if you want to describe it but that's not how at least it doesn't seem like that's how it's intended it's not supposed to be intended that every single punch is now karate style it's like you just can do it now if that is the way it's intended fine but i think just a couple of them in there again it's not a bad thing it's like oh this game sucks it's yeah. just uh I, I just think that it's unnecessary also when it comes to pluses to hit pluses to parry pluses to dodge i think some of the i think i understand where the meaning for this and this is where i'm really going to say i'm kind of hypocritical because uh we were talking on friday a little bit like a system that might be better instead of just gaining hit points every level do the more arneson thing which was like well instead of gaining hit points why don't you just gain better ability to hit and avoid being hitting and i think kevin did that it's just you've got dodge you've got roll with punch impact you've got parry they all kind of level up a little differently I, I just don't think you need all of that in there um i got a plus five i got a plus two i got a plus six i've got you know it's like ah um either a little bit more linear progression or have basic have basic expert and uh what's the other, uh, uh martial okay. arts um just have it by the time you get to level 15 this is you know it's this one's five 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 across the board this one's four 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 across the board this one's three 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 across the board and just get it once every third fourth fifth level as as appropriate or something i'm not saying it has to be five four three i'm just saying you know something like that in fact it should probably be more basic it, yeah. versus martial arts should be a big difference but yes yes definitely yeah but, uh, ba basic mar uh basic and and comment would be like strip mall training whereas hand-to-hand -hand martial arts would be you know you you actually studied a compound for five at least five years just some some of that progression even with weapon proficiencies just feels weird maybe it's only because of how it's written up i don't know it's always felt kind of weird to me okay i got a mace i get a plus one to hit with this at levels one five eight fifteen like okay 
Uh, I mean, it makes sense. Don't get me wrong. The rules make sense. It just becomes weird. It it's seemed like, uh, awkward to you. I get it. Yeah, like with yeah. my sword, I get it at like at two, four, six, eight, ten. But with my mace, I get it at three, six, seven, eight, nine, fifteen. It's like just make that stuff all linear. You know, uh, you know. Again, it's a game. It's a game first, and this is like goes back to the bow thing we were talking about. It's a game first. Uh, now, again, I'm not saying that I think all the rules in the game should be changed. In fact, I think only the editing of the book needs to change. Needs would need to change. But I'd like to see just a little bit more. Uh, uh, not simplicity consistency but mm. again mm. but to be fair it's not necessary it's just like i said i'm trying i was trying to find a negative um you know some of the spells so you know we talked about that when we were doing the spells some of the spells like adhesion carpet of adhesion are all, a little seemed, broken yeah but, a little broken. You know, to be fair there are a lot of games that have that one or two abilities yeah. or one or two spells that are just broken in gameplay well, and what I like about the spells, it, it was a turnoff at first, but what I like about them is the spells in Palladium remind me of the spells in Earthdawn. And yes, Palladium came first, but, you know, it, just using that analogy in that they're not the typical magic missile, lightning bolt, fireball, grease, you know. Sure, they do the same things. You can look at Earthdawn. All four of the, the casting classes start at the beginning with, I've got Earth Darts, I've got Mind Dagger, I've got Ephemeral Bolt, and I forget what uh, wizards get. Um Oh no, it's another magic. It's spirit grip. It's all the same basic thing. I get it. It's all the, you know, the D4 plus one, you know, magic missile type stuff. But but they're different and nuanced. But then you have like razor, what well, was a razor orb for, for the wizard? Yeah. And you get some really weird, you know, uh, uh illusionist type things. And the elementalist is all of a sudden walking into fire pits and healing himself. You know, like what's going on here? Um, you know, so so things a chilling circle for the nether master spins in a circle, and now you know he keeps you know evil things at bay, you know. They're, they're they're more interesting and i think the palladium system has more interesting spells than dungeons and dragons but it could just be because we've played dungeons and dragons so often and so long for so many years that you know we're just used to what they are so uh, uh i don't really have too much else i i, I enjoy palladium i would like mm -hmm. to play more palladium fantasy but i'd want to do it with a game master that uh that i trust i i I, I got to say, I don't think that game mastering Palladium is something that just anybody can pick up on a whim and do. I think you have to be a good game master for it. I, again, sounds elitist. Uh, I wouldn't run Palladium Fantasy. <laughs> and and I have experience with the Palladium system. Uh, it's just, I, I think it does require, I mean, between the psionics and, and the weird types of magic and the, and the rune weapons and all the things that you can do with it. Um, I would want to play in a good year-long campaign before I decided to run it myself. Just me now tmnt can start tomorrow <laughs> but uh there we go that's uh i think that's i i don't think i missed anything then again i'm still thinking about what the hell happened to my computer why it locked up so um all right that was yeah, good. I, yeah i really don't have anything else i don't think we need to drag this segment on unless anybody in chat has any final uh final things or anything i missed while i was away Eh. oh yeah. I, <laughs> go I, ahead go ahead click it, yeah <laughs> yes yes i can i can see this uh it's it, especially in later iterations uh first edition played in fantasy no it's much easier second edition played in fantasy it gets a little more complicated and then after that then yes a good amount of play experience is necessary to, to run a palladium campaign. Oh, I especially agree. riffs. My God. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
And it isn't be and it isn't because game masters are stupid. It's the fact that players can do so many weird things. And the book is laid out so poorly that that when you're trying to adjudicate anything, having to look in the book to 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 get a ruling is torturous. And in sci-fi, and to be fair, Rifts might be most more post-apocalyptic, but people treat it like sci-fi. People yeah. want scientific explanation rules. Yeah, they, they want the Star Trek techno babble to make sense. Yes, yep. When sometimes it just doesn't. Sorry, man. <laughs> sometimes it's just the way the game works. It has nothing to do with real life. Oh. All right, uh, you ready for segment three? Sure. All right, let's bump into segment three. We'll have a little shorter episode today. Now, um, uh, do you want to get the link out or do you want to do the stuff? I'll do the link. Hang on. Okay. All right, for segment three, you guys should know the rules by now, but in case anybody new is with us, you got to be a follower or subscriber. Hit the one topic or anecdote. I've kind of lengthened the amount of time that I've been letting people sit on here uh, the last couple of weeks. We're going to shorten that back up again. Um, it's not going to be crazy like radio talk show where we cut you off mid-sentence, but uh, one one topic or anecdote that we talked about today. So any pretty much anything Palladium Fantasy, either Heathen Dog's character or Palladium Fantasy in general, we'll go with that. And then, of course, watch the language. Don't go there. Uh, you know, If I get us kicked off, that's one thing. If you get me kicked off, um, Heathen Dog will find you. And as you saw last week, he can get quite emotional. That, that video, you know how well that video did? That's no. one of our best videos the last couple of months. Really? All because I, I almost destroyed my camera? Yeah, I don't know if it's because the clickbaity title. I mean, it really wasn't clickbait. I wasn't lying, but, you know, the clickbaity yeah. title or people love Dragonlance or if we were actually on top of something for once or what. But uh, yeah, like that uh, comments were normal, but the view and the watch time were pretty high. Mm. So. And if anybody out there was sharing it, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, somebody, I, I don't know about the Dragonlance one, but I know a few videos in the past, people are like, yeah, I shared your video on two Facebook pages. You people are awesome that do that. So. Yes. All right. Darn cat. All right, we got Sandy Dunk. I mean, that darn cat. <laughs> that darn torso. I got that darn torso. You ready for this? Uh-oh. Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh my God, we got a giant lands player. <laughs> <laughs> you no. you just got plus five percent to all your attributes in Giant Lands. Great. That predates that predates the existence of that game system by uh, a decade or two. So, <laughs> so what you got for us today? Um, there are a lot of games that are, are Palladium like that come out in the same basic era. Um, I have a bunch of them: Swordbearer. Uh, so I just got a lot. I've got a lot of weird old games, and they all they all suffer from the same problem, and that is and that is the editing. You know, the when the game was published, they didn't have a good editor go to and say, "This has too many words in it, mm -hmm. so it's bloated and oversized, and you're you're rambling on." This isn't explained well enough. And the structure of the game is presented in the book. It makes you jump back and forth too much. Mm -hmm. So, so real quickly, before you go, there, there are two things. Number one, quick cop out answer: editors are expensive. They really are. Editors they are. are a good editor is expensive and it's time consuming. But the, the 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 Palladium thing that really angered me the most when I was going through these books to research for my game is I'll be really reading a bulleted list, a bulleted list already formatted, right? 
the player gets this, the player gets this, give this to the player. Uh, when this happens, do this other thing. The player will decide. Like, no, no, just write the, each one of those damn bullets. It's all. How hard is that? And you could. And I gotta say that you probably cut and paste it from over here. Just write the bullets. The player gets this. The player gets this. The player gets this. The player gets this. That's all you had to do. But I've been reading these bullets, and they're all different. No, there. I, I, I think he's actually caught on to something. Around the same time that that uh, that mechanoids and palladium fantasy came out. Everyone was was trying to you know start up from their garage or whatever. They didn't have the money for an editor. Now, as editions progressed, if editions progressed in in the game that you made, it actually took off. And now you're making money. Now you spend money on an editor. Mm-hmm. But people of that era still felt like they didn't want to spend that money. Kevin, in particular, captain of the cut and paste, <laughs> and no edit whatsoever. Even now, like, like like I said earlier, going from first edition to second edition played in fantasy was a genuine opportunity to spend some editing ducats. Failed. Failed in every respect. Why? Because he didn't want to spend the money. That's- he didn't even have to spend an, a ton of money at the beginning. He could have just restructured the books to make yeah. character creation more understandable and yep. more streamlined. Well, the second edi- there's no excuse for second edition. No, no, no excuse for second edition. Everything that came out of his mind was perfect. And so, uh, well, it's obviously the perfect version because I wrote it. Well, well look, 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 to, to be fair, I, I don't have a problem if a game designer thinks that way. I, I really don't because you're trying to make what you enjoy. And, and that's that's totally fine. But that doesn't mean that you're, you know, storytellers are bad authors. Something that, that I learned a long time ago, storytellers are bad authors. You're like, well, how can you say that? Most storytellers need an editor. At the same time, editors are bad storytellers. That's why they're two different fields. You never edit your own work. <laughs> well, I've, I've written a lot of material for my own use. And I'll go back through, you know, I'll write something. And a month later, I'll revisit and say, Oh, I didn't really explain that enough. If I were a new character, I would be totally confused. And I'll rewrite the paragraph. I'll add the explanation that's missing. Or I, 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 I do that it, an hour later. Even write that, that bogus. And I'll I'll take out and I'll take out stuff to make it clearer, you know, more concise. But when it's coming out of my head, I'm just typing away. You know, I just gotta get this on paper. It doesn't matter how clear it is or how concise it is. I just need to get it down. And then once it's down. Then I'll go over it two or three times and look at it from, a, you know, not my perspective, but what if I were a new player and didn't understand the game system? Would this be clear to me as that new player? You know how they say, say if you do a job interview, never say perfectionism is a, uh, is, is a drawback? Like, one of your weaknesses? Well, perfe- no, perfectionism is, I have over-edited what I've written so much that nothing that I haven't touched in about a month's time looks anything like what I wrote last week. And I have to stop doing it, but I can't. I, my brain will not let me. When I see that mistake, I'm like, ah, fix it. And then I start looking for all of them. Then I start finding other mistakes that might not be mistakes. And I over edit the crap out of my stuff. Uh, you know, I've got to stop doing that. So you're you're more doing it the way you're supposed to do it. Come back to it later. And really, you just need to get other eyeballs on it is, is how you really should do that. If you can get past that first phase, you can you could sell your product. Say, this is unedited. This is what I'm going to do, as a matter of fact. Um, this is unedited. It's been proofread, whatever. But with enough sales, I will have a revised edition of this game. One with your input and two with a, a, a editor. It will be fully compatible because it'd be the same game, but you'll get a more professional product because I priced editors and no. 
No, no, I, I get it. And uh, the, my whole theory about a game, uh, tabletop role-playing game, is this. The first edition is the author's vision. The second edition is the player feedback. Mm-hmm. The third edition and on is a money grab. You're changing to, to make people buy another book again. That's it. You're republishing ca- the, the Castle's book in second edition that was exactly the, everything is exactly the same as in the first the first edition book. You just put second edition on the top and everybody runs up by things going to be different and it's not. Right. And the people right. that know different that know that there was a first edition realize they've just been screwed. And then the third edition comes out and the text is all exactly the same, only the little tiny bits of mechanic, game mechanics are changed. No, like, we added one more option that you didn't have yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We added this one paragraph this one line that makes it, oh, yeah, thanks. I really wanted to buy that equipment book for the 15th time. You know, Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, we're going to let you go here. we got somebody else following up, but thank you very much for popping in. I always appreciate your commentary. I'm sorry, what was that? Work is calling me. I have to go pick up a dead body. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, good luck with that. And I hope that's really your work and not what's going to happen. Okay, okay, good. So I won't wear the masks for that, though. Okay. Have a good day. Bye bye. You're gonna see you're gonna see him grab a roll of carpet. <laughs> He's working for the mob. Hey, but before we get to the uh, next person in here, let's uh let me hit a couple of these comments. So uh Elijah MythCon ever. Um you know, people have actually been talking to me about that more and more. I, I it's sometime in the future I may consider going in I have to get stable in my life, but I may consider going in uh either with uh talking to the biggest geekest guys about their cabin con or talking with Venger about VengerCon. But those are the only two right now. But Allegiant MythCon itself, no, that's a lot of planning and stuff I don't want to do. That's at so, least what, thirty grand? Oh yeah. Think, it right? of, think of getting a wedding hall. How much did it cost for like your wedding hall? Just imagine that. Now yeah. now you, you gotta deal with insurance and all that yeah, screw that. Um but I mean, it could be fun. Absolutely. Uh, there's a reason DM Screen was created and produced. Yeah, uh, I think of that as just having concise information, though not fixed information. <laughs> but right. yeah. Uh, and do I have one more or oh, two more? I love the system. Love all the settings. But God, please hire an editor. You can afford it, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and- when when we did uh, uh, the Mechanoid Invasion, we were we were very up. We were very very lenient. Yeah. Because he literally made that for 10 grand, you know. In his garage. Uh, he had to do it in three parts because he yeah. couldn't afford to do it in one full yeah, part. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't afford to do the, the whole thing at one time. So he had to split it into three parts, sell part one to make part two, sell part two to make part three. We get it. We get it. You had no money for editing. But going, uh, you know, going Palladium Fantasy first edition to Palladium Fantasy second edition, you had money at this point. You had the ability to to fix all this stuff. You chose not to do it, and you took out the adventure, which is stupid. I didn't no. even look. I, I I assumed that he would not take out the adventure because that's the dumbest thing you could possibly do for a, for a main book. I think it was Violent Souls Everything that pointed out that there was yeah. an adventure. To be like yeah. a few weeks ago, oh, uh, no, there yeah, was well, an adventure well, in the first I, one. I, I have the physical copy of, of First Edition, so I just thought that, oh, it's just updated because you know for SDC and kept everything else. I want to add I, I one thing looked. to what Violence Solves Everything says here. Uh, the editing of second edition is worse than first edition, which is one of the reasons I don't run it is what he said. Um, there's so much bloat in second edition yeah. that that would have been a pain 
to edit. Yeah. I don't know if the editing is really all that much worse. It's just more noticeable because when you have a book that's this thick versus a book that's this thick, you know, and, and things become askew all over the place. Uh, I think they're both well, bad. The, the, the big problem with second edition versus first edition is the cut and pasting had started already. Yeah. Yeah. In first edition, no. No, it, there wasn't a cut and pasting because a lot of this was new. Did Crafty tithe again? Thank you, Crafty, if you tithe. I can't see it until after the fact, but I, yeah. I know you have been, so thank you. Um, what, What's this? I, we'll, get, we'll get my Hawkman in here in just a moment. Watching the Palladium Viz. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Thank you. I mean, we were, we're doing more of a read-through like with Palladium Fantasy than some people wanted. I did get some feedback on that, that people wanted more more of our opinions and less, less just reading it straight through. But uh, I think some of that was one we were showing that how mech because we started with mechanoids and neither of us had done anything with me the original the mechanoids. Original mechanoids, no, no. Rifts, the the rifts version, yeah, I played with that, but original mechanoids, no. Played in fantasy while well, we had experience with it's a long time ago. Now moving into Heroes Unlimited, we're not going to change. Like we're still going to go through attributes in case somebody doesn't watch any of the other ones. We're still going to go through it. Our first matter of fact here, let me put the little banner up. Our where is it? Oh, it's brand. That's right. I mean, we're going to, our first episode is going to be introduction, education, and skills. And then after that, we'll go into, what do you call them? Categories? Uh, we'll go into the yep. categories each one at a time. But uh, yep. no, I do appreciate that uh, that you liked watching this. Uh, I've received mostly good feedback, but a couple people like said, hey, um, maybe less reedy and more, you know, more discussion between the two of you. Okay. Uh, All right, let's bring in more Hawkman. Yep, bring in more Hawkman. Oops. All right, Mar Hawkman. Mm. Hey, you didn't get your punch. You have to start a new card now. Ah, uh, whatever. Well, to, honestly, uh, <laughs> wow. I got whatever on my own stream. Bye. Got, <laughs> oh, come on. I can't kick him out. Oh, I see how it is. I, yeah. I, I was planning on it last week, but I was feeling really tired. So, oh, no problem. <laughs> anyway, um, one thing that I was thinking of when you guys were discussing this whole thing is that. I mean, you've probably seen this personally, and I pers I kind of like it, but, well, a, a good analogy that you guys are both familiar with is the way they update military regulation books, which is probably what, what I think you guys were alluding to earlier, is that, you know, it's like you take the old version, decide uh, certain things need changed, you change those things, and then you you publish a new version that's not meant to be incompatible with the old one <laughs> okay so let, let me let me let me stop you there for just a moment number one that is, that is actually what i do with my job um or part of what i do with my job. number two i have and i can't grab it right now but i think you may have seen it i have an army manual on how to read compasses and how to navigate it has a cartoon cat throughout the book <laughs> well it's made for the lowest common denominator you know if if, if you want to learn how to shoot an azimuth uh, you know, uh, what's a decade was the cartoon you know the cat's cat going to help from. you? All right. What was, what, 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 uh, what, what decade did they uh, draw the cartoon cat? I, I got oh, that in the, uh, well, I went to combat training. That one's when I went in 98. Hmm. Yeah. But what, what, you know, what was the publication date on it? I, I, I don't, I don't remember where I put, it. I don't know if it's, uh, if yeah. it's out there, if it's up here. I mean, if I, I, I'll try to grab it for next stream if people care. Oh, anyway, um, Maybe something for Friday. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> what, what, what I was going with this, though, is that, you know, I've seen a lot of companies that actually did that with books. Is that like, like okay, this is, you know, uh, the updated thing. This is the 
and stuff. One counterexample, however, that frustrated the heck out of a lot of people was the um, Pirates of the uh, Cursed Seas uh, rulebooks. At no point in time did the company that made the Pirates of the Cursed Seas minis game ever publish a physical rule book that actually had all of the uh, rules in it because the fact that they would create new mechanics each time they created an expansion and just forget about the fact that they ever created certain older things. That doesn't sound fun at all. <laughs> well, but like I said, it frustrated people who played the game because yeah. you had to have multiple copies of the, of the uh, uh, books because each copy had different stuff in it. Which is like hmm. kind of like the opposite of like like what I was getting at. The other thing though is that you know they didn't just add things to the book; they you know took things out completely changed it. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say completely changed it. It's like it would be what they did was like the equivalent of like oh we're not publishing this OCC in this uh, booster set, so we're going to leave out the rules for how to play this OCC. <laughs> that kind of thing. Hmm. Okay. I, I kind of felt the same way with Battletech to some degree um, with the technology changes. But those happen in big jumps. They didn't happen every book. But I can look at like the modern books versus like the version that I play. All of a sudden, I've got mech quirks to deal with. And I've got you know some of these just weird things going on that, that I'm not used to. Uh, but it wasn't, in, let's put it like, it wasn't every technical readout that came out that I had to deal with. Okay, now what does all this do? So I guess it wasn't that bad, but uh, I, I, that would that would frustrate me if uh, I've got the game. Well, we play differently. Well, that's not in the rules. Oh, yeah, it is. Actually, it'd be like the, the Rift's World books if they were actually linear and you had to play them kind of in order to some degree. Oh, like, right. Yeah. Well, I've oh, got oh. I've got World Book 7 and World Book 7 changes the rules to be like this. Well, we're playing in Rift's World Book 4. Like, oh. Uh, and, and and then you have have someone who decides to, to mix things from two and four and not three. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. It, it gets real, real confusing really fast if if you if you start using stuff like like Max has uh, has experience with uh, with D and D and D and the whip. Depending on what book you you use, oh, lasso, lasso, rules, lasso. There you go. De de depending depending on what book you use for lasso rules, they're almost completely different animals. Yep. Oh, well, like uh, an example from Hyperborea is that they uh, had in uh, the second edition a weapon called the Garot, which I'm sure you guys have heard of in real life, yeah. that they completely took out of the rule book for a third edition. Well, because, uh, that, that shouldn't do damage. That should either kill or not kill. <laughs> like, well, see, see, uh, the, the rules for it was it was kind of like a complicated way of incapacitating enemies, so 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 that your your teammates could uh, do something to them. I mean, yeah, I, I guess if you have a thick enough one and you're just you know you're pulling around like, okay, guys, I got him, get him. Okay, I could see it used in that in yeah, that, that regard. But they're the supposed to be thin and cut through all soft flesh. To you know, stop you from I don't know getting blood to your brain and breathing. Well, right? I mean, that's what they're strangling for. to someone with them is relatively easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So you, you either die really fast or you or you get out of it by you know stabbing behind you or whatever. But yeah, I I, I understand why why the garrote would be removed from from a fantasy or or a, or, or a, no, I'm not say fantasy, but a role playing game in general because it's it's more of an assassin's tool, and a lot of people can't get their heads around an assassin class in a game. And in third edition, they have a lasso that does 
similar things as a ranged weapon that doesn't require you to sneak up behind people. <laughs> well, it's a it's a lasso. It, you know, you, you can pin incapacitate a guy just by yeehaw and throw <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Well, so 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 in Dungeons Dragons, when we played Second Edition, there are no specific lasso rules in the player's handbook. So the two sources that we went to is there. There's one set of rules from the Fighter's Handbook, and there's one set of rules from the Ninja's Handbook. Mm-hmm. And we ended up using the ones that I preferred because it was I was playing a Priest of Lyra, Forgotten Realms, so Lyra can't kill. So you know, lasso is a a weapon type. Um, but I used the ones from the Ninja's Handbook because it made more sense for the character. He gave me the option, though. He's like, you can use this one or this one. I don't care. But I was like, well, the fighter's handbook one is really weird and and allows me to actually harm people with a lasso. It's not the intent of a lasso. So, no. Yeah, fair enough. All right, Mark Hawkman. Uh, we got somebody in behind you here. Uh, so cool. we're going to let you go. But thank you for popping again, starting a thank new you. card. All <laughs> right. See you later. You have a great day. Later. Seems bored with me. Like, every time I talk, he's like, whatevs, man. Whatevs. <laughs> Oh, I got two comments here that I got to start, or one. Uh, after Rifts came out, Kevin got hard on for all things, be Rifts-like as possible, hence the increased blow we see in second, yeah. Yeah, it, the uh, the whole the whole uh, Riftifying thing, it's not really Riftifying thing, it's just making all of the games compatible with, with each other at a basic level. That That's what he wanted to do. He he wanted to, to create, to create uh, a multitude of systems that were plug and play with each other, so you can travel from one system to another, to another, to another, and have everything just work. So right. that's what he did. I get it. Let's bring in weird guy. How you doing today, weird guy? I'm all right. So I, I'm here to actually do something. I want to interview you two about what you think about the Palladium Fantasy system now that you've gone through the whole damn thing. Did you miss that so, part? Were you talking yeah, about we, it? We, we did I did. Oh, oh okay. no. Yeah, we did that in segment two. <laughs> but but um, yeah, g- g- give us two questions. Okay, two questions for you. First of all, f- do either of you have experience with first edition versus second edition, or did you just play yes. one? Uh, depend. I, I are you talking just played in fantasy? Yeah, just played in fantasy. We'll stick to that one. Yeah, okay. I played both. I, so, I own the hardcover of first edition, but I have played both. So, in my opinion, they're both they're about soft. equal in what they're good for. Because I don't think the improvements of the second edition offset the things that they also lose. That's my own take on it. But I was curious what you guys thought of it. I I, I don't I don't know. We what did we play on Andrews? We played second edition. Was it okay? So so I've only played second edition. Then so you can't compare. uh, Okay. I've 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 played first and second, and I I will say that that first edition, uh, me remembering from dozens of years ago, first edition was easier. Yep, that's what I'd say. Easier to learn. It was easier to use. And uh, armor was was with the with the lack of personal SDC armor was much more significant, and uh, I I think it played faster, but I understand why second edition had to happen with the idea of of making all the games compatible with each other. I get it, but if gun to my head, if I had to choose first or second edition, the one I wanted to play, as long as I wasn't doing any weird dimension hopping. It'd be first edition. Yeah, I probably agree with you on that. Yeah. So, right, uh, oh god, I got to narrow it down to one, just one now. <laughs> um, uh, honestly, would you recommend this as a game for somebody who's brand new to the hobby? Um, 
you've got a video on this already even though i know it's technically riffs i'd say your your video still applies because this Platinum System was my first RPG, and I had to learn it the hard way. And now having gone through this stuff with you guys, and I was like, yeah, I did some of this shit wrong. In the most technical sense, uh, it Platinum is not my first, and my first, uh, but for a real sense, like what I actually stuck with, Platinum was my first as well. But not Platinum Fantasy, it was, it was a Robotech. Robotech, yep, same yeah. here. Yeah. I would actually uh. say no, don't give it to a new player. Yeah, yeah, for, for, a, new, for a new player uh new new to tabletop rpgs in general i would not use palladium yeah there's too many gray areas as a first game as a first game no i definitely would not and just to plug our show a little bit heathen dog has a video on that where he talks about how riffs is your best second game yes play. yes it's your best second game not first second your, your 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 first game should should be something simple get get your feet wet Get your head around role playing and, and die rolling. Get your head around how characters are generated, how they how they should happen. Once you're comfortable with all that, riffs is your is your all to go to grab bag of awesomeness. It's got everything you want. It's got super science, magic. It's it's thunder the thunder the barbarian only with better animation. You know, it's great. <laughs> I would say that want. Palladium does have one big flaw that they don't include, and that's a forklift to carry all the goddamn books. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, well, you but, but you don't but you shouldn't you need, need all those books you um you them. should only need the player's book and whatever world setting you're in at least for riffs want, if it's not if 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 you are playing in north america all you need is the main book and riffs all you need is the main book if you're playing in north america if you want to play in a in a different continent or or in a uh in a, in a different region on the same continent then you'll then you'll need one other book yeah, and it does that have the one advantage of that this was kind of like a universal system before yep. universal systems were a yes. thing. Because like yep. you said, you could jump to heroes, you could jump to... Well, the Vietnam one's completely different. That's right, yeah, recon way or... different. Yeah, Advanced Recon, which I did have. And it's kind of like a half miniatures game, if you want to go. It was super easy and super easy to die. But the rest of the Palladium system, yeah, I would say it was really nice to be able to go from this to that to the, like, all right, now we want space adventure. Okay, now we want to do swords and board. And you could just switch yep. with no too much trouble. But don't play Splicers. It sucks. Uh, yeah, I'd consider <laughs> that more like... of a world book <laughs> for <laughs> riffs. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. I, did, I did a video at some point on Splicers because I, I got it because I was like, oh, this seems like it could be neat. And I and I hated like almost everything from page one to page whatever it was. Wait, did, didn't I give you the PDF for that? Uh, you may have. I have it. I got it in hard copy a long time oh, ago. Okay. All right. So, all right, all right, all right, weird guy. Yep. Uh, two questions today, but uh, save much. them up either for Friday or for next week. All right. See you guys. <laughs> Talk to you later. Later. All right, and we have ooh, last call. I missed it. Thirty ogre makes it in just under the gun. Can I do for you, sir? Howdy. Hello, hey, hello. What what book would y'all recommend for um a starting game master to I mean other than the core? Because I'm stuck in the forever GM spot. You know, because mm. where I started playing, I had other people, then I moved to San Antonio. Now I got nobody. I mean every, a lot of people have heard of uh, Palladium, but nobody really plays it. So if I mm. want to play it, I gotta run it. Well so what I would do of fact I ran a dead games. The Dead Rain game not too long ago, and it did all right. It okay, all right. Well, but, if if you want to play in a game, you want someone else to run it, and they've never done Palladium before, 
I would recommend to stick in present era. Uh, I would be uh, Beyond the Supernatural, Heroes Unlimited, uh, Ninjas and Super Spies. I'd stay there because uh, a, a new game master for a system is going to be more comfortable in a modern setting. So it, it increases the comfort level. But for ease of use, I would think Palladium modern era stuff, I would think that, uh, in my opinion, Heroes Unlimited would be the way to go. Heroes Unlimited would, would be the way to go for, for a new Palladium Game Master. It's, it's got the, the modern setting, and all of your, all of your education and skills is, uh, is, is based off of random roles. There's not a whole lot of thought behind it. Make it make, making characters is easier than, in, in, than using OCCs. And so you, you can get to playing faster and it's easier to wrap your head around in with, with OCCs, all of your training is considered on the job training. You were trained by a mentor, whereas in heroes unlimited, you are trained by institutions, colleges or trade schools or whatever. So it's easy to wrap your head around to understand why you have the skill set that you have, because you went through a, a cookie cutter program like everyone else did. You know, uh, everyone who's a civil engineer went through civil engineering school and university. They have the same background and skill set. So people can wrap their head around that more off more easily and they don't fight. They don't fight back on it. And all of the all of the gaming is going. You you can actually use maps from current now. Like I want to base my stuff in Chicago. Okay, here's a map of Chicago. You can use it if you're using modern day. It makes game mastering a lot easier starting in the modern day. And I think that Heroes Unlimited. And you know, if you don't have a lot of experience in Heroes Unlimited, then you know ne next week's going to be going to be for you because we're going to start. But uh, it. Uh, I think that uh, both your game masters and players, it's, a, it's easier to initially digest. So right. I, I, I take a, I'll take a little page from that because, well, they kind of had a similar start. Um, well, actually, you can find this in Heroes Unlimited. I agree with what Indigo Dragon said in chat. Um, you know, I'm biased, I have to admit, but I, I like TMNT and other strangeness are now after the bomb because you don't have to worry about all the techno gadgetry. You don't have to worry about the superpowers. You just have to worry about how weapons work and how to make, you know, uh, crazy uh, animals. You know, obviously, if uh, mutant animals isn't your thing, I, I you know, I, I get that. Because uh, if there's one thing that Heroes Unlimited may cause, not will, but may cause for some people, is uh, uh, analysis paralysis. I want to be a robot. No, I want to be an alien. No, I want to. I want to be a martial artist. No, I want to. I want to well, be. Then, a, you know, that's what those random roll charts are for. That was. I heard that that was uh, um, in one one of his books. That's what uh, Kevin put in there. Is like one of the problems is they had too many options, and 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 you know it's like and as if that's an actual problem. You know, too many options for for OCCs. No, but that's the thing that it, uh, in that, that it is absolutely behavioral problem. thing that yeah. if if you're presented with too many options, it will actually hinder you making a decision. That's yeah. understandable. But here's here's what I do, and th this this is this is just a trick I learned just from running a game for long enough, you have the player roll the random thing and you look at their reaction. If they're happy with that, that's what they should have picked. If they're not happy, you have them roll again. You trick them into making a decision by only having one choice at a time. Okay. Yeah. Then again, then again, you're talking to the person. <laughs> 
who angers everybody on the internet, yeah. and I have to Player respond to the damn post. <laughs> oh. oh, if you're not upsetting people on the internet, then are you doing the internet no, right? It's not hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's not hard. Yeah, Indigo Dragon says after the bomb is pretty slimmed down in comparison to the rest of Palladium games. As far as options go, you're just a mutant animal dealing with the crap the apocalypse gives you. Yeah, uh, right. again, I'm a little jaded against it only because I don't like the chimeras or the mutant humans. But that's easy. I mean, that's that's not even a big part of the book. The vast yeah, majority would... of the book are just the animals. Like, what is it? What does a walrus get versus what does a, a, a you know an aardvark get? You know. I've always See, explained I, I... after the bomb as um, as uh, the island of Doctor Moreau meets mad max well it that's depends fair. on where you are in the world yeah, but yeah but i mean generally fair yeah yeah uh and, and i have a 10 minute introduction on that so if you want to find out in 10 minutes what after the bomb is about i've got a video on that <laughs> look at the uh, look at our youtube page but uh yeah all right so then. That, that that is that is my my uh uh recommendation uh heroes unlimited uh for the reasons i said um if you don't want to do superheroes that's fine uh someone put into chat uh, Boot Hill. It's an old game. Yeah, it's an old game, but uh, yeah, uh, if if you want to, you want to. I've heard it, of it. Yeah, I, I've I've never played it either, but uh, what? Uh, uh, Beyond the Supernatural is. Yeah, is, that's uh, the, that's the, that's one I was working on. Yeah. What I was planning on doing next. Yeah, yeah, that that is another way to go if you don't want to go the superhero route. That that would be my that would be my next choice. Is I, I know one of the players uh, played um, Call of Cthulhu once and really liked it, so I was going to run Beyond Supernatural since you know. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. I mean, uh, uh, you know, Call of Cthulhu is is a is inherently darker, but Beyond the Supernatural is is a Palladium Maybe substitute. That? No, not really. It says turtles. So unless okay. there's something else, like because uh, Indigo Dragon said that there weren't, and I just wanted to make sure because that would have surprised the hell out of me. He says uh, after the bomb is there. Oh, in the art, I'm sorry, I didn't read that right. It says in the art of mutant turtles. Okay, okay, fair, 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 fair. I I missed. I didn't read the word art. Yeah, a uh, weird weird guy says uh, his recommendation for first Palladium game is Palladium Fantasy First Edition. Now, normally I'd say yeah, sure, but but I don't have that. Yeah, there you go. But the, the number one, but also uh, second edition exists to make it in line with the other, with the other kinds of Palladium games that are out there now. So if you learn one Palladium game, like for example, the uh, Beyond the Supernatural Modern Day or Heroes Unlimited Modern Day, once you learn the system, then you can jump to Rips or Chaos Earth or After the Bomb or Palladium Fantasy or phase world or ninjas and super spies and you've already got the system down so now now you can deal with a more fantastical setting as a new gm you can deal with the with the with the crazier settings or the extra rules because you got the basics down yeah 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 that, i mean that that's one thing i love about the palladium system is it was one system to rule them all right yeah Yep. Could have done a better job, but considering it was kind of the first one to do that, you yeah. know, like even the conversion book, even even in a modern sense, like oh, they all work together. Well, with with two conversion books, sure. You know? 
So yeah. All right, all right, nerdy ogre. Thank you very much for for uh, your question comments, and I I didn't really answer it because I really didn't have too much other than I did agree with uh, Indigo Dragon that after. But again, biased on that one. I think Omen Owl might be right also about played in fantasy. The difference is that played in fantasy has that bloat. A lot of that isn't in here. Most of this book, the vast majority of this book, and I talk about that in the ten minute introduction, is the actual the animals, like what it means to be. Uh, but a porcupine, but a, but a, a chimpanzee, or a uh... yeah. The, the the problem with that is that he was asking about a new game master, yep. game master and playing for the first time. I don't want to burden a new game master with 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 a mechanic that only exists in that system when he's starting Palladium. I what want mechanic is that the the uh, the mutant animal thing? Just the the character. Uh, I mean, but it pulls out. Uh, I don't want to say it pulls out. It just doesn't carry over some of the bloat that comes with the other. I stuff, understand. But, yeah. I understand. But I would. I'd want to start him generic, modern day era, as simple as rules as possible. No extra rules. Get comfortable, and then get into the more niche stuff, like like uh, anthropomorphic animals or. or but that's it. That's Gandhi. in Heroes Unlimited. <laughs> Well, yeah, but they don't have they don't have systems for creating you know any yeah, kind do. of mutant animal that you want. No, no, no but I mean the the generic system is there with biopoints. At least it was one, in, yeah, my, in, in, in mine and revised. Yeah. It's very slim down, but it's there. You're right. Yeah. But you don't have to choose it. I just want to be a mutant. I want to be a yeah, superhero. That's, that is fair. Yeah, that is true. You could play chemical mutant or whatever yeah. else they had in there. I forgot. Uh, I like playing like, alien and make the GM really splash on my face, and now I'm all awesome. Like whatever, you can do that. Fine. Now play an alien and really watch the GM cringe. <laughs> I got bit by a radioactive moron. Now I'm a politician. Boom. There you go. All right. There and with is. that mic drop, we're gonna say goodbye, and you have a good day, sir. <laughs> See you. You too. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I get what Heathen Dog's saying here, but yeah, I mean, it is only a character creation. Uh. It, I also have some rules about how people make their characters, you know, <laughs> when it comes to, you will be, you will be full looks. You will be, I'm sorry. No, you'll be no looks, full speech, full hands, full biped. That is the rule. However, those points roll out. That is it. You're not going to run around using like, I am a turtle. No, you're not <laughs> like, and you're going to be full biped because I don't want to deal with you whining about the fact that you get negatives, <laughs> but no looks. Otherwise, why the hell are you playing a mutant animal? Um, and nobody's complained about that in the past. I have one person kind of complained, but the, he wanted to play a human out of trans-dimensional TMNT, you know, the little floaty blob people, because all they are is just uh, psychic right. power. It's like, no. So, all right, I think that is it for today. What do you think? I think right. we're done. That was awesome. I do want to talk to you for about a minute after, uh, after okay. this, so please stand by. But for everybody else out there, thank you for chat. I have not been keeping up with as well as normal because this screen is totally black right now. I have nothing on it. Um, oh, one comment I wanted to make about the whole Coriolis alien thing. I know that you can play campaign mode in Alien uh, and it's it's fairly decent. I prefer it in Coriolis though. I just prefer, if I'm going to do the sci-fi thing and I have to pick a year zero engine, I'm not saying Alien can't do it. I just think that Coriolis is better. Uh, but I love Alien cinematic mode. Absolutely love it. I think it's great for one-shots. It's great for convention play. Um, absolutely would play that in a heartbeat. It's just if I have to pick a sci-fi setting between Alien or Coriolis, Coriolis wins every time. Do I give extra points for it? No, I do not give extra points for character creation. Look, I, I, if, if you're trying to do it to get that one last little bit of eek out because, oh, I want to have this ability. Well, too I bad. I only need one more point. I only well, need five, one yeah. more point. He might just give it to you. Like I, one well, point. Whatever. 
That's what size is for. You're supposed to shrink down to size level six. If anybody doesn't know that, I'm telling you the trick right now. Humans are size 10. That is right. But you go down to size six because that's the baseline where you get no bonuses and no penalties. Now you can get the abilities you want. The other thing is it does is a lot of the animals couldn't afford all the abilities if they wanted them anyway. But you have to pick and choose. Do you want to have a thick hide or do you want to be able to move better or, or, or whatever, you know, the different ability? Or do you want a tail attack or something like that? I don't want you to have all of the abilities. Pick and choose. So, uh, <laughs> all right, let's go. But you know what? Everybody runs differently and uh, your mileage may vary in your game. So, all right. I want to thank again our monetary backers, our subscribers, cheers, super chats, our Baldahars who jump in with he He did actually clip your, uh, your I want to be pretty thing. I don't know which That's one funny. of the three times you said it, but he did clip it. So That's thank great. you to Baldahar for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, you can follow us on locals. You can uh, tip us on Streamlabs, and you can donate through PayPal. Again, best bang for buck instead of doing those weird super chats and have fifty percent of it taken away. Awesome viewers, that's that's you guys. That's all the people in chat out there who are correcting Heathen Dog, who are correcting yes, me, who who were who are uh, you know talking about the things that you like in in the games and why you like Palladium, which is different than ours. And we appreciate that. And hopefully, you stick around for Heroes Unlimited. Again, next week is going to be a little bit more of the same in terms of let's get that back up there. It's going to be introduction, education, skills, so that we can get through that part. Because um, again, no OCCs. This is the main difference, really, yep. is the the is there. There's no OCCs, so skills have to be done completely differently. Yep. So this is all brand new Palladium information from what we've done so far. And uh, when it does come to the categories, I think we're leaning towards doing, you know, doing one uh, uh, a week. So it might be a little bit shorter streams for that. But you know what? Yeah. YouTube would like us better. Uh, right. <laughs> anyway, follow us on. Uh, you can watch our videos on Rumble, Odyssey, YouTube, Twitch. And of course, again, there's the donation side of it. Uh, Gunfire Reborn. Heathen Dog streams that on Thursdays. And they just kicked some butt and took initials because they didn't have time for names. Uh, but what do you have coming up this Thursday and Saturday? You still playing? Okay. This this Thursday? Yes. Uh, we, I will not on vacation. We will be playing. Oh. And uh, we not will be on vacation? Upping... No. Next week? Wait. What is it? Oh, it's next week. You're right. No, yeah, I yeah. thought it was this oh, week. No, no, no. No, this coming Thursday, the 24th, I'll still be here. Okay. And that's the next Thursday. That's the one coming Oh, up. for some reason, I thought you were gone this week. My bad. No, no. And uh, we will be playing on Elite because we beat it on normal yesterday. Ooh. So we'll be able to see what the, what the difficulty difference between normal and Elite is because Elite is the next one up. Usually it's normal advanced Elite, but this goes normal Elite Nightmare. So maybe we're all going to suck again. I don't know. But do you get to keep out. your stuff or do you kind of have to start over? No, no, you, you you keep your level and all the points you've already used. Okay. So, you know, that that's good. But if if there's significantly harder enemies who are faster and have more health, whatever, then it'll be like we're noobs all over again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and you can follow us at those locations. I'm sorry, I did that. I'm doing backward for some reason. And of course, you can come by our website. I have ideas for blogs. How many weeks have I been saying that for? But uh, I've actually kind of uh, bullet pointed out a couple of them, which I will try to turn into real text someday. But I always feel bad when I'm writing in, you know, an opinion and not writing in my game. So, you know, that that happens. If you really want to talk to us, come to Discord. That is by far, without exception, the best place to actually get a response from one of us on there. Uh, and of course, again, there's locals and Redbubble. Um, apparently, somebody liked my... Uh, uh, um, what do you call that shirt? My tampons of the coast shirt. 
Yeah. So <laughs> that's awesome. So thank you for that. Uh, but we have uh, we have some of the offensive content and we have some of the not offensive content. So we've got a little bit for everybody there. If you want to check out our Redbubble store and you can get the stuff. Redbubble is not the easiest place to to browse. Navigate. Yeah, to, yeah. to navigate through. It's like as I had somebody complaining, like, I just want stickers. And all I see are these dumb shirts. Make stickers. Like, I actually have stickers. Yeah, I just don't know how to click on to make you find the sticker. You know, so, um, but shirts, hats, stickers, some things even come in pants and backpacks or something. You know, whatever. Um, clocks. It's got all a bunch of weird stuff on there. Pillows. Oh, you got a tap. Heathen dog has a tapestry. You know that one behind him. That's from Red Bubble. So, yeah. So if it's just not like a green screen, that is it's not a green screen. No. So, tapestry. If you don't like shirts, you know, again, that stuff can come in many different things. So you can check that out. And uh, yeah, there's RP gate and let's get that back up. And once again, thank you very much for watching. Really do appreciate that. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to Heroes Unlimited next week because uh, then uh, I, I, th I think the way that we're going to be covering it is going to be fun. At least yeah. I hope so. Uh, all right, Heathen Dog, words of wisdom before we are out for the day. Well, I want to, again, thank everyone who corrected me. Like I said in the beginning of segment two, uh, no character should hit the table before two eyes have seen it. And only one eye saw it before it hit the stream. And all of you guys were, were my second set of eyes. So thank you very much. I am not butthurt at all. That's awesome. I love it. And, uh, you should, you should really have that in your games. Uh, do never, never let a, a character hit the table unless at least two people have looked it over first. One and of which is, is the game master. Rule. Yeah. Yeah. Two people. Two people, not not just the player or not just the game master, at least two people. And to today's shenanigans really drives it home on why that should be.